practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Dude, dude. 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 Here we go. Oh my god. Hey jerks. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. That, I thought about that, the introduction of hey jerks. And Do we want to call our, you our fan base jerks? Well, here's the deal. I got a couple... Real quick, I'll introduce it. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Henning. And with us is special guest... Allison. Allison. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege. Oh, the honor's all ours. We're down... You say privilege is all ours. The privilege. Oh, yeah. You're privileged. <laughs> hey. Check, you better check it, too. What does privilege mean in today's woke world? Oh, Henning knows. <laughs> He's full of privilege. Uh, let's see. My working definition is... Everything, just every. Oh, I'm gonna mess this up so hard. <laughs> uh, ev- everything a black person say has to worry about that white people just don't have to worry about, like being nice to police officers because you might get shot. Wow, I think it's it's even as it's the idea is that you have. <laughs> It's correct. You're me. laughing at me. No, I'm laughing oh at God. I'm laughing. That sounded that uh uh I like how Just concise the, that was, Henny. It sounded very the, uh well, it's very little, uh concise in the way that I, I you're more I complex of an individual. I feel yes, like you can yes. you concisioned it down for me. <laughs> you concised it. Well, it was a little it was a little to break fraught, it down. maybe. I have to break it down for myself too. Break it down. I don't I don't know the language. I like that well, one. Well, Privilege is some I gather is something that you you don't earn. Mm. It's just because of your circumstances. Right. Like you know, Henning is a tall, straight, good-looking white man, mm-hmm. so he's loaded with privilege because it's stuff like you know you can take it for granted that when you turn on the TV you will see people like you, um, and when you you know you're walking down the street, no one is going to think anything of it. Or, Depends I mean, on the street. And true, true. I didn't study for this test. Mm-hmm. Um, but Henning is privileged. I agree. God, Let's yes. put that on him. Totally. Yep, yep. He's the king of privilege. Born I'm in the U.S. No, part wait of, a part minute. Of my, Ooh, that's right. Part of my privilege also is that I don't need to know what privilege means exactly. All, exactly. German that's, that's nationalist. Good. I can just concision it down. You can just down. be yourself and, <laughs> and you know, right. not have to give it a thought. Yeah. Hey, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would but say yeah. you're the most. But he wasn't born in the USA. No. Nope. All the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. What were you gonna say? I was not born in the U.S. Correct. No. Berlin. Frankfurt. Really? Yeah. Ah. You're a Frankfurter. Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. That is southwestern. Yeah. Sud. Southwestern. <laughs> so Sud- we're okay. So Sudquist. We're, That's French. We're likely not related. Because my my people are from my people are from Hanover, which is north. In fact, I I think I'm probably related to Casey, because I'm I'm sure Van Heel is supposed to be Van Hale and is Dutch, right? Very mm-hmm. much. Speaking mm. of which, where is Casey? The story behind another, vitamin C deficiency. Another yeah. vitamin C deficiency, but, but we have a vitamin A supplement. Oh, Woo! son of a bitch! You know the only <laughs> thing I could come up with is. Uh, Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Today we have two smarts and a fart. <laughs> That's we good can, too. That's not good. bad. Uh, and, and we can we can you know take turns at those roles. The story behind 
Casey's extreme Dutchness. Mm-hmm. Is that what you'd say? Sure, let's go with it. Uh, his family. Uh, I gotta. You know what? Calling Casey out on this, but I know he's got some type of uh, documentation, or it goes down. <laughs> it, it wasn't a drunken evening where he came up with it. <laughs> Henning's, or no, uh, excuse me, Casey's family were uh, massive landowners of Manhattan. Oh, those Dutch. Those Dutch. Oh, excuse me. But his portion of the family. <laughs> they were old Trumps? Uh, they were, they're old Trumps. They're, they're OTs. They're pre-privileged, pre-pro, priv, pre-privs. Yeah, yeah, they're pre-privved. Yeah. Now let me think how the logistics of this work. His family owned a bunch of land in Manhattan, but a portion of them died in uh, the Atlantic Passage. Come, mm-hmm. no, I don't think you should say mm-hmm. that because when you say <laughs> that, there's too much connotation to right. like the tragedy there but when they were coming over on their fat white boats it, one of them sank and it was just the right enough boat to sink mm-hmm. where they just by the time they showed up they were just the van heels and they were they said go go west young young men so they, you, they basically lost their so the boat that, half their family the boat that the van heels were on sank and and the van heels washed ashore on the fossil so so, so how saying? do we get how does you know what yeah there's the 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 numbers don't add up here casey this is suspicious if the boat sinks where do you come from uh-huh the something to the yeah. didn't sink we, we you know the truth is uh, we're going to get a vitamin C booster shot at mm-hmm. some point in this episode. Oh, good. Well, good. look down at your whatever device or computer you're listening on right now. And if the podcast sounds looks to be closer to two hours than one, you got some vitamin C on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. Okay. All right. But I think we're, you know, I'm just making this up that he and I are related from centuries ago because my mother's family the quensons the ones who are from hanover because the the german sounding ones are actually lithuanians um my the story is that they came from frisia originally so that's right and that's that's the netherlands mm-hmm. so i'm claiming i'm claiming my cousin casey cousin casey <laughs> cousin casey i like that yeah. frisia frisia that is not here today yeah we could show you the secret handshake. <laughs> I don't even know mm, what it I don't, is. <laughs> I don't know too far be- back in my family. Really? Uh, never interested me. No, it, I have friends who are seriously <laughs> into this stuff, and it's like, no. I mean, but, but I do know that, well, maybe it just ends at my grandfather who was Spontaneously actually, generated? Actually a Nazi. What? 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 Yes. You've, now we're now we're getting. What did we learn races? about Henning last episode? He played sports. Right. Now yeah. we know he's, he's a, a Nazi. Nazi. Well, my family was in Germany at the time. Yeah. Well, there's, was, there's a big distinction. Real quick, before you dig yourself into that Nazi hole ditch. and have a parade, <laughs> there is, in my belief. Well, all right. Well, it's obviously more complicated. There are Nazis, and then there are Germans during World War II. Now, mm-hmm. I take that back. Speaking specifically militarily, there are Nazis, and then there are German soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was Both a- bad. Nazis <laughs> worse. So, 
there was a, a, a lot of people who just were in the country at the time and complicit. Com- but that's not even the military thing. Silence. He, he was he was actually in the military. Did he have an S on his? I didn't see any. garb. He worked on a minesweeper in the Baltic Sea. So wow. Mm. Sounds like a so German he, so he soldier. So you, he wasn't actively oppressing my people, is right. what you're saying. Not the Quensons, the other side of the family, the Lithuanian Jews. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't so know, Henning. We might have a problem here. So fortunately, he's not. <laughs> At least that I, maybe, that's, maybe this is just the story that my family tells me. So most definitely my family on the German side mm. Uh, we haven't found any S's on their uniforms, but not even a single, not even a single, but definitely uniformed. Hmm. Um, and it's conflicting and I'm not getting the right kind of juice. Like there's conspiracy within my nice. Thank you. I should rephrase that juice, (laughs) which doesn't make sense. (laughs) Not a rephrase, Uh, but. A re-enunciation. Uh, uh, it's interesting because my family hadn't, on this, my father's side, the Frywald family hadn't been over here long because it was my great-grandfather that came over when wow. my grandfather was very young. A baby doesn't even remember the transport over. So definitely still had a lot of, like half the family was in the United States in South Dakota at the time of World War II because they had a family farm wow. that... I think the family farm was established in the aughts, like 1900 wow. to 1910. They made it all the way out to South Dakota on the first try. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. From Maryland to South Dakota. Some, huh. I don't know where the Maryland comes in. Maybe but They could have landed in Baltimore. that's what it is. In the aughts, at that time, they would they'd like be on a, on a wagon still? Uh, Cars weren't around a lot. Train? Yeah. Train. Yeah, train when train was, sounds about the, right. When was the Golden Spike? Eighteen. It, the Golden Spike was pre Civil War. Okay. So. Golden Spike. No, promontory the Golden point. Spike would have been post sixty nine. What post Civ? I think that. he's right. He says that with such I think conviction. It's right. I think I'm, he's I'm right. I'm willing to buy it. I think it's because it says sixty nine. We're learning a lot about Henning. We really are. Um, half in Germany. Okay. Henning, go mm-hmm. ahead. Half the. I nothing. I was just. Correcting myself mentally, probably not, not promontory point, Pike's yeah. point, Pike's, no, Pike's point peak. promontory, promontory, oh, promontory peak, okay. Pike, <laughs> the Pike of promontory peak. <laughs> half the families in Germany, half the families here. The war breaks out. We know about, uh, and this family that's in Germany uh, uh, is in the German army. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is in the American army in the Navy, in the Pacific, because they didn't want, because of the, uh, he couldn't go to Germany because of the conflict of interest or they didn't trust him. But to the point of which they seized our family farm and it was an internment camp for Germans in South Dakota. Wow. So during World War II, they were holding... No, I know, I know, and it the, and in the capacity in the comparison to how many there were for Japanese people, it's not right. as atrocious. I, obviously, an internment camp or a prisoner of war camp. I don't know. Okay, because I, I what the difference is. Well, the difference. I know. I certainly know the difference. Yes, yeah. 
But I, uh, I've never heard anything about German internment camps, but prisoner of war camps, yeah, because they, they... Maybe that was it. They put up some of them at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, which is swanky digs for a prisoner of war. But... prisoner of war, someone who's captured during yes. war, whereas yeah. internment camp is just for Germans who or, happen to be in the country it, at yeah, the time. Or, or Freiwalds. Yeah. You know what? The letters I have are about... Uh, the letters are complaining, women in the Frywald family complain how the guards at this camp will not let them feed their relatives at the camp. They won't let them bring oh, like food like yeah. and like that, treats. So maybe it was a prisoner of war so, camp. Oh but God. how do they, Whoa. how do Frywalds oh, that sounds from like Germany it sounds like an internment camp, right? come over and become prisoners of war in the Frywald at the Frywald Farm. At the Frywald Farm. Spies. Something Spies. deep. Spies. Speaking of conspiracies. Yeah. Did, did the... Are you going to not look into it? Like oh, I... no, 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 no. God, no. Oh, I would totally. I have emails. I'm going to forward them to you. Okay. And you can tell me. All right. Because I clearly just skimmed them <laughs> for so, a project. But did the Frywalds get the farm back? Yes, it's oh. still in the family. Oh, that's good. That's great. Um, you obviously, Allison, have some pretty... You're pretty knowledgeable about your family tree. Only a couple of generations back, we—I okay. mean, because when on the the Quensen side, um, only about as far as great grandpa Johann, who one story was that he killed a man and had to leave the country. Um, but the other story is that he was—he <laughs> was a—he was, a, he was a, didn't want to be in the German army, so he skedaddled. So, you know, like the, the, the murderer, yeah, the, the murderer is a little badass, but I suspect it was the latter. And he, um, th they landed in Baltimore and stayed there. And the other side of the family, I only know as far as my grandpa, because grandpa Sam showed up from Lithuania as a teenager with his brother and their name was changed when they landed in Philadelphia to Blatt, which sounds very German, but they were not German. They were Lithuanian. Their first language was Yiddish. And um, is there a Lithu is there a language called Lithuanian? I, you know, at the time mm. back then, because this was early in the twentieth century, Lithuania was and was not part of Russia. So I don't mm -hmm. know. So I suspect that they spoke Russian. Lith I suspect that they spoke Yiddish and Russian. I'm not sure. It was there a satellite is. of Russia no, at this point? No, they just, kept, that they they just take, grab the territory, fight for independence, grab it back, fight for independence. Mm -hmm. so I'm mm. not sure. And my grandma, Berta, um, showed up as a babe in arms from Hungary. And I don't. nobody knows what the family name was before they got to Philadelphia and it was changed to Blatt, so that's as far as I know. Hmm. But since then is is interesting enough because, you know, we got socialists and communists and chicken farms and all kinds of interesting shit in the old <laughs> the family tree. Uh, just for the listeners, Meg's not here to correct, what, uh, may I ask what your profession is? I am an arts administrator. I am the director of operations and patron services at an arts center at a small liberal arts college in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean Meg's not here to correct? She said listener oh, last time right, she would right. come that in was, with the jab. Yeah, that was cold. <laughs> I only say that funny. because clearly the intellect level mm. of this certain episode has been <laughs> heightened. Oh, stop. Um, <laughs> I, I love... Hmm? I love hearing uh, the reason I asked about your family tree was just 
Like, not being knowledgeable is fun. Yes, that's learning. True. It. Learning, learning is fun, it, but retaining it is tricky. I almost got kicked out of, uh, not kicked out of, but uh, held yeah. back in high school essentially because because you were well, a juvenile delinquent. Uh one of the projects was uh, you had to do a family tree for a oh. required course um, for the school. I wonder what course it was. Why do I want to say it was some type? How would it link into a government course? One of the required aspects of it was to make a family tree mm-hmm. and to write a report. And uh, I didn't do it. I took my brother's, who was five years older than me, and just handed that in. Thinking I deleted his name enough and replaced my name, but what I didn't do is in the actual tree portion of it, you know, it mm-hmm. leads back to you, you. and not your brother. Don't. So I just let missed the main. I missed the main cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just, you know, uh, it's like you know, you only have this go around once, and I don't know anything. Like if somebody were to ask me, like mm-hmm. I just asked you. I'd say, I don't know, internment, maybe prisoner of war. <laughs> Ask my friend Henning. His dad was a Nazi. Yeah. Seems interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm, it seems interesting, me, from outside your family. I want to know all, all about the internment oh, camps. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. Well, but I, and oh, yet, I don't care about your own. <laughs> <my> own. <laughs> uh, you, had, you had begun to dig on me. You said, are you going to go ahead and not research that like? Like, like me. Like me. oh, like, like I thought you, you were talking about a project I dropped uh, <laughs> previously, yeah. which probably I've done. You probably did, perhaps. Because yeah. I remember, I, doubt it. I remember asking you how um, your dad's family came to be Germans with a Polish surname, and you said, "I don't know." <laughs> you still don't know. You got nothing. <laughs> don't don't know. I well, guess, which I guess was that's it just his, where we came from. Was it his dad who was a Nazi, or yeah? <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Wow. My, uh, My dad, dad's side is still over there in Germany. I thought he was going to say dad's side is still Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> What's that strain of weed called? Um, I can't remember. I just heard it on Thursday. Oh, I was thinking uh, like hair <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, the, but it was strawberry cough. Strawberry cough. cough. That sounds like a 60 second. Strawberry Mein Kampf. Excellent. <laughs> Not mein bad. Yeah. Mein Kampf. Mein, strawberry mein, strawberry yes, mein Kampf. Kampf. I know what you're referring to. Yes. It wasn't bad, though. It was quick. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, my Lots. uncle's first wife oh, was much older than he. She was from Germany and raised in Germany, currently now lives in Germany. Her father was. High, high, high up. Oh. Like bunker high up kind of situation. Mm. Again, like in, that's as deep as I got. Try, are you trying to out-Nazi each other? I, I think <laughs> we got a competition. But there's something going on there where... Uh, things we don't talk about anymore? Things you talk about in a hush. Hush tone. Yeah. Oh, but back to why uh, Casey is my cousin. <laughs> Quentin's not a German name. And my great aunt Catherine always said it was Swedish. And I said, what the hell Swedish? And somebody on in an online community who was Swedish said to me, that is not a Swedish name. What the hell? We don't have names that end in S-E-N. That sounds freezing. And I said, I looked at a map. Hanover's up there near Frisia. Good enough for me. 
What about Knutsen? Isn't that Swedish? That sounds more Norwegian. 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 That's it. And apparently it used to be Von Quentin. It was Von Quentin when great-grandpa Johan either murdered somebody and went on the lam or dodged the army. Oh, you're more about this murder. Yeah, I died. We have know. blood on our hands we at this table. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> we're, we're swimming in it. Um, Vaughn. Doesn't Vaughn mean something specific, too? Like, like barrenness? From, from or of a certain place. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing oh. exciting. Oh, but I think it probably means some privilege at the time, though. If you didn't have a Vaughn, you were your dirt. Yeah, you were the yeah. dirt farmer. Mm. That's that's what apparently what uh, the my family side comes from is a long line of leathersmiths. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, they have land though. Uh, in Germany, n- not anymore. But South Dakota. South Dakota. It's all leased out to. Uh, Monsanto or all, really? it's all uh, all of the farmland like the actual generating mm-hmm. uh, what would you call that arable land <laughs> what it's a, it, I don't know what that yeah. means arable fruitful yeah fruitful it fertile. It's, it's fertile it's fertile like it. land that you it's can use one. to grow crops so all of the air land um, <laughs> is leased out to corporate farms because i think oh, everything sure. basically is there's like a just a few acres that they have donkeys on and grow garlic and hops and very art artisanal yeah. williamsburgian things <laughs> and the rest is all soybeans i think hmm. um but the frywalds left in germany mm-hmm. i did find this out when i went over and this was random i'm hanging out i went over there when i was 18 i'm hanging out in a bar and all these people, all these people are talking about uh, kind of the dippy girl that hangs out at the bar, and they're like talking. They're like, she can't even read. Time lapse. That's my third cousin. <laughs> <laughs> She's very nice, but uh, uh, if you go overseas, many places, and this isn't a necessity or a judgment or anything most places well let's say west european places speak english maybe yeah, not was telling me that necessarily as a first his language last trip, yeah yeah but as a certainly a very a strong comparable second language, second language. go to germany they speak better english than we do yes except for mm-hmm. my Your third, third cousin, cousin. <laughs> who spoke couldn't even couldn't communicate like hi and goodbye <laughs> not and that's on me too i didn't speak much german but um Man, you know what's happening on Tuesday? Oh, when does this come out? You know what happened yesterday? <laughs> no. I, Valentine's I, Day. Yeah, oh, right. Whatever. The big VD. Heart-shaped box. Is of, celebrate? of chocolate. Yes. I celebrate on the 15th when the chocolate when is half over. price. Ah. You go around and collect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this is a... a big uh, day of celebration and festing at my place of employment that's sad <laughs> but it's not i'm Go on twist the knife hans um uh valentine's day valentine's day was a big for you before you became heartless cynic libs um <laughs> was it big for you uh, well growing up what you're he senses that he stepped in it doesn't he it's i love valentine's day i really like the concept um, of course, you know, everything is red, which is my favorite color. Uh-huh. And I like the idea of expressing love and affection 
and all that. That being said, as Hans would say, listed. Um, <laughs> no one, no one has ever given me a heart-shaped box of chocolates, and I would, I would love to have a heart-shaped box of chocolates and flowers. And this has never happened to me in my entire life, and probably never will. Hmm. All right, now that I've brought the mood down, I feel like the arable land has been taken <laughs> out of me. A little Van Heel over here. Uh, but I've never been given a heart-shaped box of chocolates or. Chuck. flowers mm-hmm. but my and i agree with you we should have a day with uh that represents love and I, kindness i love and that stuff that. i think that's i, mean, I think that's, that's beautiful sweet yes. should be every day well yes <laughs> we have a we have a holiday for like the platonic version of that oh, we thanksgiving oh. and get together with family and stuff valentine's day is i guess just for romantic love i mean but, more uh, which is black. But in in youth. Oh, sure. In the, the you, you buy the the package of Valentines and you have to give one to everyone in your class. Yes. Or I hear that, that in privileged schools you can choose private schools you choose who to give your Valentines oh, to, which no, is no, nasty. No. That's mm. not good. Uh but I like doing that when we grew up, we would uh, get to make our receptacles. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah, de- you, you decorate a yeah. shoebox. And it's really cool. Yeah. 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 I like that. We would gut, uh, take the top off of a milk carton and make a slot in it. Yeah. What? No, nothing Not more creative box? than that? Well, make make it look like a monster so that when you put it in the slot, it's eating your Valentine's Day stuff. Like no like toilets? Eating, eating carton. <laughs> no toilet? Maybe. Toilet would have been good. <laughs> I saw, I've seen toilets in my day. I made a uh, mellow yellow can out of an oatmeal <laughs> container. Uh, Was this the the symbol of your of your identity? You know, I you know how much <laughs> I love point. soda. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was like, uh, I made a uh, a USSR caviar jar one year because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it represented elegance and richness. Good, good. Um, can I remember any? I do remember, um, uh, yeah. You, everybody got a Valentine, but everybody you could write the the way you showed uh, uh, preference. Preference yeah. was writing sweet sweet messages or on or not, them. Mm-hmm. right? Candy, I guess. Uh, the candy was involved big time. How do time. we feel about the conversation hearts? Edible or not? I like them. I like you them do? too. You yeah. do? Yeah, those are good. No, dudes, those are craft supplies. Those are not food. They're they're the consistency of chalk. Mm-hmm. But and you like to eat chalk? We are learning a lot about <laughs> Henny today. That's the theme. I I like the flavors. Each one's different. Each one's a surprise. Necco I wafer. Like it. Yeah, it's I the like same those too. Oh God, I I like the conversation. They're all dusty. Because... They get they on your fingertips dusty. and it leaves it leaves a residue on your. Pants. This is the story of my romantic life. <laughs> Metaphor, oh, <wait. laughs> you nerds. Yeah. I like the, I like the, uh, again, I like the concept. I think they're cute. I like the messages. I like the way they've changed over the years. They don't say fax me anymore. Now they say text me. Mm-hmm. I think they, they said cute. fax me? Yes. <laughs> no call me? me? They went they, fax? Well, there was call and there was fax and now there's text. There's maybe, probably hearts. Maybe fax me your buns, hot cakes. <laughs> There's probably some out this year that say HMU. Faxes. How much underneath? What's HMU? 
hit me up. Oh my God. I don't I, know that one. And depending on where you buy them, you could probably get one that says DTF. That, mm-hmm. would, that would be good on a heart. Go to a, an adult. Yeah, store. exactly. We are in the Park Slope Studios. That's so probably is, something is like there. an adult store thing, too. It's like <laughs> businessmen falling in love. Oh, yeah. Business hearts. That's yeah. a, that's a, oh, that's a market. A, yeah. I should make hmm. a. Hmm. Let's schedule a meeting. I don't Vax know. Me. Let's me. Let's go spray tan together. I, IPOs. What's yeah. an IPO? Initial, Initial public, public offering. offering. I don't know what that Which is. Which sounds. Everything <laughs> sounds like business, it's still right? a euphemism to me now. IPO. In. It's a Initial public offering. Out. It's a bull market with between us. That's good. With our love. Good, good. Bull, you're full of bull. I'm workshopping it. Okay. What's the opposite of a bull? Bear. Run? Bear. Oh, bear. bear. Mm-hmm. Not that kind of bear. LGBTQQB on the heart. <laughs> Add the bear. This is great. You're the marketing whiz. That's true. We I learned that last week. Uh-huh. Let me see. I, I, I laughed I, out loud. I, I, I might have been on some gay version of the hearts, too. Yeah. I would imagine so, right? I remember there was a, in Minneapolis, there was, this is, even though this is like 15 years ago, and certainly, uh, I, I, I guess, unfortunately, I would imagine this is like that in many places in the country, but that cannot be as out with even like stores and stuff like that, like, uh, gay friendly stores, oh, like okay. specifically like gay yeah, sex yeah, yeah. shops. Um, uh, I think it's, it, it, you know. Uh, gay bookstores, let's call them, or whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, this one in Minneapolis was hidden uh, next to a gas station down by Loring Park. And uh, I, <laughs> I remember uh, it was no difference because I worked at a sex shop in in uh, Uptown. In Uptown that had all across the board, gay, trans, whatever you wanted, all, all stuff for all walks of life. This one was specifically... The only thing they had different, other than they didn't have straight items, it's the only place you could buy chocolate Twinkies. No explanation as huh. to why they weren't big chocolate Twinkies. <laughs> they weren't in fun, sexy, like uh, euphemistic packaging. Suggestive packaging. Suggestive packaging. They were just chocolate, chocolate Twinkies. Twinkies, and I dare you to find right. a chocolate Twinkie anywhere, including Costco. They cake was chocolate or the filling was chocolate? I never bought but, one. Oh, come but on. I, I think How I was in not? there with Casey. He's the one, of course, who <laughs> found it. He's like, why do they have... Like, because everything else what? is very sexually you... orientated. Fireman calendars. Why are you and Casey in Wiener. a gay sex shop? I, hot dogs, two for a dollar, first of all. Oh, this next gets door. filthier and filthier. It was close, but I don't discriminate. If you're a specific store that specifies in something specific i want to go in whether it be gay sex or not to find, i want to know want to find that chocolate twinkie and wonder why i if i would never find out why you walk in here and there's all these like sexually uh sex toys and stuff and right in the middle is an it's chocolate twinkies yeah, who's that good. salesman from hostess who, and it who is, got it he's like and it is official get, hostess hostess Real chocolate twinkies because they probably don't have a what if they did package it differently, and like they, you, yeah, you could Nazi on us here? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> it's, 
the official one, so they can't. They're a wholesome company. They can't get into oh. packaging it specifically for gay the gay sex, sex shop. shop. But somehow, well, all right. There's two options here. You had a hostess salesman hitting the gas station, but also hustling on his job and says, "I can get some shelf space." Mm-hmm. I wish I knew the name of this place. Seasonal flags. Seasonal flags. Um, <laughs> and got it in there, or proprietor. Of the shop, chocolate Twinkies. Maybe Why not? Twinkies. Maybe it so was they're just unique. That, yeah, maybe well, it was just that shop, and and this guy, this salesman who happened to have an extra shipment of them. Yeah, let's so, make this let's, a thing. Yeah, and if it, it catches on, sweet. Or they tried and it didn't catch on. I go to a um, a grocery outlet in West Allentown that sells. Um, you know, stock overruns or things that, oh, we just changed the package on this product. Mm-hmm. It's the same product, but they don't want to put the old package on the shelves at Wegmans. So, you, you know. Ding and dent. And, ding and dent. Yeah. And, and things that just didn't sell, like the banana chocolate chip granola bars. They're not good. Um, so it may have been something like that. They was sort of, they test marketed chocolate Twinkies and they didn't take off, but they still had some to get rid of. And this didn't work out. This, let's unload yeah. it on the gay market. Right. Or, or so. let's unload it on this place who said, yeah, we'll buy them that for that cheap. Could be sure. like a Tuskegee thing. Conspiracy. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, Mr. Yoga teacher, but you go ahead. What does that mean? I have no idea. Ah, that was a burn. Um, <laughs> He'll unwrap it later. Uh, is like, that a Twinkie like, reference? That was a Twinkie <laughs> reference. Unwrap it later. Um, um, Which um, is um, filthy, um, um, too. Oh, my uh, God. Are you on, oh, are you that's on conspiracy? triple entendre. Dang, I had no idea this podcast was X-rated. <laughs> uh, uh, let me think. Uh, wait, chocolate twi- Oh, it could be also like a tell. Like if you're, you got a, oh, like yeah. a pocket square, chocolate Twinkies. Oh. Wink, wink, nudge, yes. nudge. Early on, when you had to stay a little quiet about your preference, oh, right. right, like right. putting your earring on Is the that a chocolate on the left, yeah. right or left, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. left is okay, right is gay. But left, I remember, left remember? is okay, right is gay. I was always gay. messing it up and putting it in on the wrong ear. You never had earrings. I'm just kidding. Yes. Okay, you, maybe you should. <laughs> no, no. Hmm. Hmm. That's not something you, little... learned, you learned about me oh, on this that's, episode. Okay, fine. <laughs> Move, moving on. Nipple Moving ring. on. They could be. <laughs> How do we get a chocolate if Twinkie? You, you ordered a chocolate Twinkie. It, it was code. I don't, it, I'm just making this up. You had one sticking out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You go, I know exactly where that if guy you go got back to dribbling that... out your back pocket a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hey. a... You need to go back to that New York, what, New York Fitness, New York Sports Club. No list below the hips. Yeah, go in there with the chocolate Choc- Twinkie. Just working out, eating a chocolate Twink. Yep, yep, yep. Twinkie! You think oh. that's the thing? Oh, it could be. Maybe they had vanillas next to it, but I just zeroed in on chocolate. Casey, you'll have to... Casey, you'll Casey? have to... Um, yeah, you guys will have to address chime that. Chime in on the chalk. Twink. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Chocolate Twinkie? Where, oh, I have oh, no that's, idea where uh, we're going with that. Our friend Gabe... Uh, is from San Francisco and and speaking of chocolate Twinkies, is that what you mean? No, no, he's not a chocolate Twinkie, okay. but he's uh, uh, he also told us that in San Francisco, which has a big gay population, um, if you're being hit on or approached, mm-hmm. uh, a sign to like just make it easy is just give the peace sign, like peace, dude. 
Oh, Not come gay. on. In San Francisco? Yeah. Oh, to... Oh, peace, sign, oh, the peace, sign I'm to not? leave me alone. Not leave me alone, just okay. like not interested. Not interested in sexual stuff with you. With you, that's that's kind of cool. It's yeah. evolved so much from now the straight the straight ones are kind of in the minority and have to make mm. up their own signal, Maybe. as opposed to twenty years ago where it was right people with the chocolate Twinkies and left earrings. <laughs> And the bandanas that mean certain bandanas. things out of the back pocket. That's right, the bandanas. Uh, You're aware of the bandanas? I that sounds I familiar. Uh, no. but, well, this is yeah, bandanas is more of a professional thing. Professional, a professional gay thing? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I guess it's gay. Like if I got a white bandana out my back pocket, uh-huh. rump, <laughs> which also in, let's go up the tier. If you got a blue bandana, blue for blowy. Oh, wait. Let's go up the tier. If you got a green bandana, green for hand, blue for blow. Okay. I've Does never heard this. Jump white to rump. I, the, 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 colors are irre- the colors are regardless. Are not relevant to the Com- service. Nor offered. is this possibly true at all. I, indeed. But... Uh, apparently, like uh, if you like at a truck stop bathroom, if the bandana tier lets you know what, <laughs> what, what you want, like picking a chocolate out of a heart shaped box, it doesn't have anything to do with whether it's in your right back pocket or your left back pocket. Uh, maybe the left hand, right hand, hand thing. I don't hand. know. I don't know. Oh God. I wonder what kind of... What was your bandana thing? I just vaguely remember a bandana thing that basically if you had a bandana hanging out your back pocket, you were... Hustling. Hustling. Oh, maybe just a bandana just meant... Yeah. Signal. Chocolate Twinkie. Hey, baby. Chocolate marketing. Chocolate chocolate Twinkie bandanas. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. But you don't need them in today's day and age. But they look like... Conversation starter. Yes. Got a grinder now. Yeah. Mmm. Grinders, um, another name for hoagies. Another name. Well, that's a Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, it is a hoagie, hoagie. for sure. Hoagie. Grinder is there's New no New England, I think. Oh yeah, definitely is. You're right. And then Midwest Subs. is sub sub. Uh, Oregon, don't eat sandwiches. Just sub- straight sub- greens out of the earth. <laughs> Say as many Pick words. with your toes. Subway sandwich. Say Subway. Yeah. Subway sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Go as long as possible. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. And list the ingredients every time. Where is it? Hero. Oh, no. hero. hero. I've got a hero. Um, I need a hero. I, California? I'm going to yeah, guess. I'm going to say for certain it's California. <laughs> and verify later. Yeah. And I think there's places that call them Dagwoods. Yes. I've there heard, is. I have heard that too. I... Is that a so- southern thing where I've never been? Go down no. and get a Dagwood. You haven't? Never been southern? Mm-mm. How far you, south you been? Te- well, you've just Texas. That's, well, you, I don't know if that and, West, and the eastern panhandle of West Virginia is Texas not considered southern? It's just considered Texas, Texas. is considered is just Texas. Yeah, it's between southern and southwestern. It's I would just consider Texas. more south, south southwestern. And it's so freaking big that I imagine that uh, self characterization varies depending on where you are in Texas. Uh. South Carolina, is that south? Yes. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Coming to South Carolina, you're going to get your first taste of south. I will. But it's hipster south. Well, Charleston, Charleston. is hipster, south, hipster oh, yeah. south, right? Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I mean, though they were still flying the... 
what is the bars. what is what does the flag look like now? Does it just have that little pineapple they, looking thing? They on have, it? I don't think they've changed the state flag. They just took the battle flag off the grounds of the Capitol. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I could I, be wrong, but well, I South Carolina wasn't the one with the little well, Confederate up in the corner. Yeah, that's Mississippi, that's Mississippi. which you might be thinking of. Yeah. That, no? Oh, oh, okay. So I'm on the periphery. I'm thinking of. They had a full-on Confederate they, they flag did. over the Capitol yes. next to the American, next, next to the, to the U.S. State flag, flag and right? The American flag, yeah. Ah, and that's what came down finally. So they Fuck. didn't change their actual flag, Mississippi. Oh wait, South South Carolina never had a right. Th- a thing I think Henning's it. right. I think right. the 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 state flag that has the Confederate battle flag in the upper left. I think that's Mississippi, which is still which is still unreconstructed. Still flying. Yeah. Still flying high, I'm sure. Or as we say back home, thank God for Mississippi. If what does that mean? It means that because it's worse than West Virginia. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's that's, that's what a... keeps us from being ranked 50th on a number of lists. <laughs> do you know? Do Ouchie. you know New York is ranked 50th in uh, organ donation out of all really? the states? You selfish bastards! Huh. Yep, it's true. Huh. Organ donors over except here, except for Jerry oh, Orbach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you an organ donor? Except for Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbach was her only one. <laughs> yeah. And then now he got harvested like hard down <laughs> to every single toe. Yep. Um, Used all the scraps. But what I found out is that just being an organ donor and at the DMV right. doesn't do you have to have it all full right. on good. Yeah, you have to have it all mm. written down somewhere. I I don't. I don't really give a shit what happens to my earthly remains. Take whatever no. you want. Yeah, I agree. Although Unless it, you see that episode of Tales from the Crypt with Meatloaf. Joy worked. Okay. Okay. Meatloaf episode. Is it one where it's, does Meatloaf get a donation from a killer and then he becomes a killer? That's good. What? Oh, where does that story he come takes from? the liver, no, liver of a murderer and then starts noticing changes in his life. He discovers that you're actually alive after you die inside mm. your body. He becomes he becomes he's a like he's a scientist lo- locked in. You're locked in your soul, but mm-hmm. he even though he makes this discovery, he the part of his discovery is that I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh is uh, uh there's even though you're alive in your body, you don't feel pain. Okay. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. And then he's on the autopsy table and he's like, "Oh no, okay, I for, I now I remember. He <laughs> he has a theory that you're locked in your body, but his part of his theory is that though you're in there, you don't feel pain and then he dies and he was like, "My theory's right. I'm right." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the pain and they start hacking him <sighs> shut and he can't move. So you think I should care what happens to my earthly remains because it might be that what happens? Well, what if it is? I don't care. Shit. Well, there's everyone. Yeah. Everyone took their name off the organ donation list after that episode. Oh, I'm sure. That's why New York is 50. Good job, Tales of the Crypt. Yeah, thanks. Tales from 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 the Crypt. No, <laughs> the other option that I considered, although I have to have this written down, is to just send the whole body off to a medical school. Uh huh. Bones. I don't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Stupid show. What? Oh, long, long longevity, though. Yeah, Is this yeah, still true. on? I don't know. I, I gave those, up on That's one of those shows ago. I see the commercial for, and it's like season finale, 14th season. I'm like, what, what is exactly. happening? How I haven't did... seen a one. Is that the one with Nick Steamy and McDreamy and those, those douches? <laughs> oh, is that a real person? I think that's Grey's Nick Anatomy. Steamy. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, right. you're right. That's Grey's Anatomy. What's Bones? Again, never Bones, seen it. Bones is is detective, right? Emily Deschanel as a, a possibly on spectrum um, forensic archaeologist or some goddamn mm. thing, and of course she has um, the hunky FBI dude who is not hunky. I'm sorry. Um, who she hunky, works with hunky. to serve to solve crimes and you know and wacky hijinks in the lab and other quirky characters and shit. And Is she related to Zoe Deschanel? Yes. What? Your sister. All nepotism. Well, you, can, you can see they have the same bright blue eyes. Hmm. She got a pretty voice, Zoe Deschanel. I hate her music. Um, if that's what you're talking about. Listed. I- you're on Deschanel's list. Come at me. <laughs> um, she, but she partners with M. Ward, who's yeah. great. Well, maybe he should dump her ass they then. They both sound oh great. Oh, yeah, two guys, to one. You guys. Two smarts well, and a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know Henning likes that twee emo music. How did we... Yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, um, how did we get where we are? Um... How do we get where we are, and where was I getting back to? I have no idea. Conspiracies? Yeah, we're Did getting you closer. Body Don't parts? Oh, body. body. Whenever I drive by a cemetery now, or go by a cemetery, <laughs> it's just... I, get, I think especially in New York, when land seems so sparse, it's just bananas to me it how is. big these cemeteries it are is. and unnecessary. Yes. Um, Prime should we go estate. to mass graves? Well, <laughs> we should we should go to burning everyone to ash. But what about the actual natural process of decomp? Spoken like it. Just forensic. True. So spoken like a true De- bones true over Nazi. here. Yeah. Decomp. True what a, Nazi, what a, I was going to say. What about it? It it takes too long. Well, that and one, I would like my body to go to one of those decomposition farms. Oh, Have you heard farm. about those? Sure, sure. Those well, that's cool. good. that's mm. fine. Where they that's teach a good use. The new yeah. forensic students. Right. What a decomposing body looks like yes i think that that's a walking nightmare if you act, were like running from someone and you accidentally oh, yeah. ended Dude, up on a body farm i saw that on ncis was it really yeah <laughs> stolen See, I, I, they, uh, they stole it from me of course they went, they went meta on it yep um i guess that show's been around long enough you got yeah. You gotta reach. Well, that's the thing about, and you know, I, 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 I enjoy crime dramas. Yeah. Big Law and Order fan, but that's you. the thing, as you say, the longer the series runs, the more ridiculous they get, the more but, outlandish the crimes. But not Law and Order, more, right? Well, the the least of them, which is inexplicably the most popular, Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen it. Those plots have gotten stupider and stupider. You know, fucking Olivia gets kidnapped all the time and raped or nearly raped, and Elliot has to come and rescue her, and there's sexual tension, and I hate them. But aren't they, isn't that based on real crimes? Not, not anymore. Not always. Sometimes. Oh, oh, well, I mean, oh, oh. there are a number of episodes in the whole Law and Order universe that are ripped from the headlines, mm-hmm. as the, the tagline goes. So SVU special victims. Special victims units. Unit. The, these are the extra. Those are the interesting ones. No, Why those are the, the sexual, sexually based crimes. Oh, okay. Sexually based crimes are considered especially heinous. What? The dedicated not, detectives. Not sex victims unit. Special victims unit. They're not going to say sex victims. Is unit. it called Hannon? sex? Vi- well, they no, should. Marketing. It's called special not victims unit. Sex victims sounds They're, sexy. Well, they, they they I mean, I think it's a, there's departments. Those divisions are colloquially colloquially known as the sex crimes unit. But you're not going to call a TV show that. They don't even call it that. It's just it's, SVU. Right. It's like SNL. 
Is it? But they already covered up with a special, acronym it, with a with the euphemism Just, special victims. Right, unit. but they're already covering it up with SVU. Yes, the acronym. So you don't you don't you're, whatever the S stands for. You're not sanitized. hearing it anyway. Well, that's and you have a problem with that. I, well, I don't know the motivation behind hiding it if it's already hiding it for PR purposes or to protect or, the sex victims. There's a big it's red already, middle in this country. That doesn't want to see the word sex. There's that. Outside of their bedroom with two twin beds separated (laughs) that they push together (laughs) to watch Trump on C-SPAN. No, they don't watch C-SPAN. No. No, What is... Are we ready for our Our raspberry of five? Trump Trump 10, Trump 5. I mean, because I can only hope you guys can fill it because... Well, I'll I'll put it out there. What happened? Are we ready for the Trump five? I think you Raspberry are. Raspberry of the five? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just more... Let me pre-raz it. That was a squeaky clean raz. <laughs> um, what happened to these confident Democrats fighting these appointments and now every single person is It seems like it doesn't accept it. That, that, that it was a big thing about betsy devos and everybody yeah. was rah, 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 and that you know we lost by the skin of our teeth and then Came. suddenly it seems like boom 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 mm-hmm. because nobody has any energy left to fight i don't know well, we Elizabeth Warren, maybe. the biggest chance we had with, with devos we and it came down to 50 50 and then mike pence came in and Broke the tie. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. that's in yeah, which has never happened before. That's that's another new one. Oh, yeah, which you know you can take that as a minor victory. You know, we fought to that to that to, end. The, to the end, and it was a tiebreaker. They can filibuster as long as they want. In the end, they just don't have the votes. Yeah, because there aren't enough Republicans who who value country over party. Well. Then how? All right. So Betsy DeVos, it, it's obviously all of these are pivotal and important. Hey, mm-hmm. what about the one I talked about? The Arby's guy, Hardy's oh, guy. Oh, he, he has coming not, up. Yeah, he's coming it's not up. Not come up yet. Hasn't come up yet. But the, the big one is Jeff Sessions. Yeah, we're stuck with him now. Did that not go to a tie and Pence? Not. So Democrats voted for him, or some well, of them turned you know, the issue with to him. Well, no. With, with DeVos, well, there were some defecting. Right, there were two Republicans oh. that that voted with the Democrats, but um, Sessions. I mean, along party lines, the it's fifty two forty eight. Yeah, all right. I and then see. fucking Joe Manchin from West Virginia, mm. piece of piece of shit. Is as Hans would say, he's a dino. He's a Democrat in name only. Oh, he's a Dixie. He, what? <laughs> Dixiecrat. Dixiecrat. Well, he's a dick. See, Pratt. <laughs> he's a Strom Therm. He's he's not he's not well thought of. How's he? But he's old. He's pre-privved into West Virginia. Um, is Mansion pre-privved? He he's been there a long time. His uncle, a James Mansion, was a colorful character in West Virginia politics. Mm-hmm. Who? But he was a good guy. Joe's got something up his butt. I don't know. He, Do you think? The name, Mansion. Yes, it's anglicized. They're they're Italians. Marketing. Mancini. Mancini. Mm. And they changed it to Mansion. Yeah. What a great <laughs> chess justicey name. Yeah. <laughs> what a great name. Yep. The Mancinis of Fairmont. One of them was named Rich. It would be even better. Rich Mansion. Oh, Dollar yeah. Mansion. Yeah. 
uh, money mansion coin Cash. coin rad mansion <laughs> coin rad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good rich name. Buck. Buck. Buck, Buck and coin rad Mick. mansion. Mick. McMansion. <laughs> that's that's for parody. Well, well the joke was it in. Southern West Virginia, there's a, a prominent wealthy family, the Schott family. So we had a series of jokes about the Schott family, rim shot, hot shot, buck shot. What, what's the Hamilton song? I won't give up my shot. I'm taking my shot. Something. Boy, we are steeped in blood back again. <laughs> We're too out of touch. What it? Man, if we had seen it, I'm we sorry, would, my, that would be it. Yeah, but we're we would be richie riches. Not, yes, because not we're not taking away my shot. Yeah, it's something about not your shot. Gonna, I'm sorry, my joke. My I'm sorry, my shot. local. Da, da, da. All right, all right, all right. Okay. There's an hey, uh, you know what? Hamilton is. I'm I'm never going to see it until. No. But I I love the. Uh, Obviously not enough, but uh, the cast recording, it's really good. I've heard. But what's great about Hamilton is, yes, it, it I think it brought social awareness to things, I think. Yes. At least brought the conversation. And, mm-hmm. and But it also is bringing historical documentaries, or no, historical-based, more historical-based shows to Broadway. And you love mm. that, don't you? The latest coming is called Something Comet. Oh, the Great Comet! It's, yeah, it's running now, and it takes place in 1812. So I don't mm, know cool. what happened in 1812, but was it perhaps a comet? Could be. Or was a it comet. a return of Halley's? Was this was that a Halley's comet? Where they uh, Halley's comet? We can where the scientists were all um, he, didn't know what was going to happen yet, and they, they det- someone detected cyanogen gas in it, and everyone was freaking out about oh, it's going to kill us. Yeah, this comet is going to. Get what? close enough to leave some cyanide gas in our atmosphere, and everyone was buying we face masks for uh, the return of the comet. Oh God, I, I like that. I like that too, and I want to look that up. You know what this podcast needs, among other things? You need a staff of interns sitting by with their mm. laptops, so when something like that comes up, they can look it up immediately, and and you know, and then you can read it on your screen and go, "Oh yes, that was." Casey's pretty good about that. I, when Where we're talking to him, I see that. He's not here. About looking stuff up while On we're talking. Uh, is, is that uh, acceptable? I mean, what? can you do two things at once and go, oh, let me check it out? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I certainly can't. If I'm looking at my phone, I'll be yeah, I, I agree. and lose track of the I, I can't do the same thing. We just That's have why to, you need we just a staff of interns. Yeah. Disinformation is okay. Oh Well, you know, I have. In fact, this happens to me a lot when, when listening to the podcast because I am that listener that Meg Rivers do. Just... <laughs> I hear stuff every week that I go, what the, what? I got to look that up. And I look stuff up. And no, see it's how great. We are. And I follow I, up on it. It's like when we were marching, we we're like, what is that building? Why is the Bowery Savings I, Bank up here amazed. on 42nd Street? And then go yeah. look it up. I'd love that. You are good at that. And uh, it, it's my idea of fun. It, 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 it is. I, I don't I'm know. Big nerd. Uh, yeah, we must say wrong stuff every episode and then forget it. You just put it out there. I'm not alleging I am any such thing. for myself. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I've One uttered. hundred thousand percent. Is that a percent? <laughs> I'll go with it. It is a percent. Ten times more than possible. I agree. Well, hundred thousand. If, if you're going to be wrong, you just have to assert it confidently, like Hans did about um, 
what was that about California? Something about California. They're the home of heroes. Yes. The Golden Spike was nailed in 1869, though. I'm, okay. I'm going. But I'm who going spiked it first? The Confederates or the Union? That. Can I have a pen, <laughs> Annie? <laughs> okay. I'm, well, I mean, not that I won't, you know, well, did the note all this when I listen later. If it was, it was 1869, it was antebellum. When was the Golden Spike? What well, does I'm antebellum sure mean? No, no, no. Was no, it no. the Gilded Age? Antebellum is before. Yeah, antebellum's the oh. 1830s. Anti- right. Yeah. Antebellum. Gilded Anti-bellum. Age, I believe. Or where about. Ten years. No, it's no, definitely no, no, what do you say, the Gildies? You just said you just say postbellum then. Yeah, it but, is. But yeah, no, postbellum. But, but nobody says that's what that. I meant. That's what they I meant. say the reconstruction. Yes, theory. that's it. Reconstruction. Doesn't that sound that sounds so much better? Who worst president? Andrew Johnson, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is is he? Listen, I am slightly <laughs> older than you, and I sort of remember Nixon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was but a tad, mind you. But um, remember Reagan? Yeah, Jesus. Um, Trump trumps Reagan. Trump is worse than Reagan. Trump is worse than Nixon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I think part. Wait, we've already. I don't used think up that's a stretch. No, 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 no. I don't. Think that, no, we're not. We're not over five. I don't five. think that's a stretch, says the yoga instructor. Um, because I think part of it is there's just uh, wait, 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 wait. What? That's that that's ding two on the well, yoga instructor. Count. I I was actually going to bring got, this up. It's on what? my list. Uh oh. As a yoga instructor <laughs> who is devoted to bringing wellness and serenity and serenity, mm-hmm. and that's true. I know. Uh, but uh, can. And I'm, but I also am a big believer in this podcast as bringing those same I believe, aspects. Yes, you asserted a that different in, in a previous episode. You said that I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, in a different uh, mm. format, certainly yeah. medium. Which is medium. Why, yes. That's the word. Which is why we limit Trump to five. Yes. Why we limit Trump to? But no, not even. I even think that five is yogic. Uh, because I, I think that being honest and being vulnerable and being crass and being, and having fun and saying what you want, uh, as long as you know, you're an idiot and (laughs) as long as you're, and certainly as long as you're not uh, attacking anybody, I don't believe in that. So I, I pose that potentially pose, I got it. Ding! I intended it. Oh, sure. Uh, that this is this is as therapeutic for me as hopefully for uh, people that listen, as if I were to walk in and be in front of a class and uh, say uh, um, Ataha Yoga Anushasanam. Now we practice yoga. It's the Yoga Sutra, and now we just focus on breathing. I believe the two, for me, I believe they must exist. Uh, uh, tandem's not the right word. Isn't it the right mm-hmm. word? It must yeah. both exist in yes. my life for my own sanity. And I don't think that one trumps Ooh. the other. What do you think about that? Are you allowed to be both? Be both what? A, a podcaster and a yogi? Yes. Sure. Or, or oh. an idiot. And a, I, I, th- I think you, you have al- to be. You can always be an idiot. Yes. And that goes with anything else you're doing. But I don't think that... Animator, uh, idiot. Well, it, it's hard, though, because if you were to... If I were to say today... <laughs> easy to be an For idiot. our yoga class, let's mm-hmm. just sit in Sukhasana. Let's sit in easy pose. Let's breathe. And we're going to listen to episode 32. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if... 
the response might be, huh, we had no idea. We'll never see you again. <laughs> but the two should not exist. Oh, in, I see. They sh- oh. It's like a Venn diagram. Oh, so you're compartmentalizing your, your life. And, well, you everybody don't want to ruin the, your credibility as, as a yoga instructor. <laughs> but I, don't, I shouldn't <laughs> have credibility. But I should also, I also do want to be able to practice in a teaching capacity. I don't think, I don't like mm-hmm. the word teaching, but so everybody does compartmentalize yes. their life. I just wonder if like in everything in my life, whether it's drinking to the point of never being able to drink again or uh, in extremes, like if my compartmentalization Oof. is so extreme that the, the, the twain never shall meet and is that dangerous? I don't think so. Do you start separating into two, two lives? Two personalities. Two personalities. Yeah. Such that, I mean, what would happen if, if somebody from your yoga class said, oh my God, you're that Hans Freiwald. I listen to you. Well, then what? Yeah. Right. Oh, and if they do say that in the sense like, oh, you're that one. And I've been <laughs> taking your class for a year and you've been trying to chitti vritti my narodaha. And all of a sudden now I'm listening to this and what did you say about chocolate Twinkies? And I say, no, but chocolate Twinkie is the pose. Oh my God. As much as uh, Trikonasana is the pose. It's just your willingness to accept. mania? No. Eating hair? Pulling pulling your hair Pulling your hair out. It doesn't have to do with eating? No, just pulling it out, trichotillomania. Speaking of which, I I don't think I've ever seen you without that red scully. I've gotten a lot of... I got to... Let me do a plug. I'm going uh, buzz marketing. (laughs) Ding. Meant it. I meant it. For Otis and Finn Barbershop, the only reason I'm wearing a hat... I haven't been wearing a hat all week because I got a damn good haircut. Otis and Finn Barbershop. One of the owners, his name is Kirk. They run. (laughs) That's why it's called Otis. And and he's the one who cut my hair. Uh, They have two locations in Long Island City. Beautiful open spaces. Cool. Uh, uh, They they cut both men's and women's hair, but it's neither too masculine nor too feminine. They give you the straight razor, shaves if you want. cool music they offer you uh like a drink while you wait like coffee or a whiskey or just plugging it i got a, and i got a good haircut and Gender i and neutral. i and i hadn't been uh, wearing a hat and it's been a long time and the reason being is because i've been going to some scumbags in manhattan who made who left it too thick in the back so it was always falling in my face they gave you a dude the, what's the dude <laughs> the long in the back. They gave me. They hair. gave me the horse hair in the back, too full, so it was always falling forward. And what I found out from Kirk is my hair didn't have any place to go, so we made some room. What? Because which, which, by the way, if you were Donald Trump, you would not be allowed to have said all of that stuff that you just said. Because I'd be in the it, highest office of the land, when because and you, I should watch what I say. Because limited of one forty characters. No, because <laughs> because um, an elected official like that cannot. Or remember uh, oh, Buzz Mars cannot, cannot yeah. endorse. Right, you can't endorse. So what it's about a good my commercial? beautiful shoes. <laughs> nice. Kellyanne Conway is. Uh, are we over? Is she? Oh. Do we have a Conway? 
two minute. <laughs> All right. So if you, if you need if you need to do that, on no, that, no, no, no. Uh, that was a great sketch I saw on SNL last night. I love that. I only made it to Weekend Update, but let me. Oh, beautiful. Let's drop the Conway minute. It was a funny sketch. She does a great. She's great. What? I got uh, two plugs for SNL. Her. What's her name? Dang it, Kate uh, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Fantastic. Obviously, why she's but new cast member Mikey Day still a featured player. Mm. Phenomenal. Really good. Mm. He's a clearly been hustling, writing a lot. <laughs> He's in a lot of sketches. He's not looking at cue cards. Plug for Mikey Day. Otis mm. and Finn. Mikey Day. Okay. That being said, I made it past Weekend Update. The conspiracy continues with Saturday Night Live. Oh no. Uh, vitamin C will be able to. All right. So remember, not this week, but last week, a sketch leading up to the stolen sketch. The sketch prior has my name in it. What? Hans. No way. And it's about drinking. <gasps> and then we see our sketch, the lat, the which is the money sketch, as we discussed, the last sketch the of the week. Primo spot. Primo spot. <laughs> Do you remember the sketch video idea we had for sit-ups? No. Where the camera is tight on somebody doing sit-ups and they... Oh, they keep go, coming up. They keep coming up and they're doing something different, different in the sit-up. <laughs> different haircut. Putting on lipstick. Uh, uh, different gestures. It just gets weirder, weirder, weirder. And then he finally comes up and he's lived his whole life while just doing sit-ups, I think. <laughs> That's pretty hmm. good. That was our sketch. That was our sketch. The last sketch of the night is a sit-up sketch, but all it is is that every time this kid does a sit-up trying to break the high school sit-up record, is he farts. <laughs> and then at the end, Alec Baldwin says, hey, uh, and it was Mikey Day who was the guy, hey, I think you might have heard it once. and But don't worry, the girls didn't hear it. And he messed up that line. But I'm watching him going, hey, we did a sit-up sketch. It's interesting. And one of the parts was Casey farted in the sit-up. Oh. And then I look at their high school <laughs> uniforms, and they say WHS. <gasps> no. Watertown, Watertown high, high School. school. What? Yep. Okay. Okay. Some Somebody... plot thickens. Yeah. I'm just saying. Clearly. Smigled. Thrice smigled. Mm-hmm. They, uh, th- th- exactly. <laughs> Thrice smigled. Once bitten, twice shy. Give me a <laughs> my, two. My, my. Thrice smigled. They now, for Saturday Night Live, they have so many episodes that they play an old episode that somehow relates to something in the week wow. or the host prior to the ep. Oh. This week was Alec Baldwin's second time ever hosting in 1991. Chris Farley, uh, Phil Hartman, Jan Hooks, um, hmm. uh, Austin Powers, uh, <laughs> David Spade as a featured player. Hmm. But the writing cast, Schmeagle. Mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien. Hmm. Uh, who are the two people? The Turner are they the Turners, the ones who end up creating that '70s show, and it, it's a real who's who. Jack Handys are in there. Is Bob Odenkirk there at that time? Mm, he might have just left the year before. He was only on for like six months mm. when they realized he was just writing for himself. <laughs> he had a bad time. And he just loved getting paid to have uh, what I read in the yeah. SNL book and the Mr. Show book is he just loved having the office space to get paid to write. And he would write all these great sketches and be like, they're not getting that fucking sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so he just kept them to the side. That's crazy. 
Uh, uh, let me see. Sit-ups, it was stolen. I spilt coffee on the subway on myself. And speaking of Valentine's Day and love, what yes. happens? Woman offers me a Kleenex. Aww. Yep. That was very nice. It is nice. I turned her down. Get her number? She had a kid. As uh, <laughs> well. Uh, let's see. Um, you, um, wait, I interrupted you by interrupting Henning <laughs> just now because you were Allison, following up Allison on things we don't follow up on. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was saying that I, I often hear things on the podcast and I go, wait, wait a minute, or, or I holler at my iPad. Um, so I, I have I have follow-ups. I have, I'm really sorry Casey isn't here because I've not met him yet. He will, uh, he will respond. Oh, whatever. Um, because I have here, you know, you can pick. I have, uh, I researched the origin of the name of the Columbus Clippers because he didn't know. I have more stuff about minor league baseball team names. I know the fate of the Staten Island Yankees because he was Get talking about it. how they were going to maybe be the, the pizza, pizza rats. Uh-huh. Um, Which I, is a Manhattan thing. Yep. That's um, ours. Yeah. I have an I live in Brooklyn. Huh? What? You live in Brooklyn. Well, the pizza. Right, where right. Yeah, the pizza <laughs> wrap. I live in theirs. Queens. None of it is ours. <laughs> I live in Pennsylvania, um, and I have. I, I, but it's like not theirs. Country it's does. definitely not theirs. I can tell you. I can also tell you about the origin. I mean, I have all this baseball stuff. Okay. And I also um, have an. Uh, I have the origin of the term gaslighting because that came up last week, and I, I like that one. I actually knew that, but I went and looked up just to, to be sure. And um, I have a note a that historical, I imagine. It is, that sounds it is. Oh, the actual term. Yeah. Uh, before oh, yeah, yeah. you get into that, I have a I have a guess at where it comes from. Okay. Mm. Wait, what was what did it mean again? Well, gaslighting. <laughs> How did I describe it last? I, you know, I it's don't like remember. When, it's it's when gang stalking, right? No. <laughs> no right. Oh, that's no. That's another Saturday night in Watertown. What are you talking about? Um, gaslighting is when. I, not that I would do this, but I lead you to believe that your perceptions are not reality. Mm -hmm. And you say... Messing with the mind. Exactly. Something. And you say... You know, the example I've... Go ahead. I, I, if you have the an example, example of, run with it, because I it just fell was, out of my head. Uh, that scene in Amelie where she's messing with her landlord by putting super glue in his slippers, making the... the giving the, the door handle uh, a shock. Mm -hmm. And he thinks he's going crazy, but it's just Amelie charmingly messing with him. Amelie coming to Broadway. Nobody. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I saw that. That was a great movie. I liked it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I th I feel like it was, it's very hipstery. Mm-hmm. But uh, very Deschanel should could play Audrey yes. Tattoo's yes. part. Was that Marion Cartillard? <laughs> it was Audrey Tattoo. Audrey Tattoo. Oh, great, good name. It's like the Mansions. Um, but uh, a style that was a very stylistic movie, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't the director also direct uh, Aliens Three? Yes, he he did, Delicatessen right? Delicatessen uh -huh. and City of Lost Children. Was that the one that took place in Brazil? Ooh, I see. City of God. This is why you need the interns. City of God. The no, interns would be IMDb in that shit. Not that one. Uh, it's, okay. We're gonna get on gaslighting. Okay. We're going to get on Amelie. Oh, nobody can come up with a fucking new idea. Mm. Amelie, great. But why is that on Broadway now instead oh, yeah. of... Mm. Yeah, see. it does seem that nobody is writing new scripts. For La La Broadway. Land is new, I guess. Well, new scripts for Broadway. 
Yeah. And this whole thing of movies being turned into shows in recent years is whack. I guess it's, it's just because the they, other way around. <laughs> they make so much money, right? It, yeah. it totally well, shifted from the other way around. Oh, yeah. It's freaky. Mine. Broadway is just too big right now. And are they losing money off people pirating stuff and all the streaming services so no, I, well the thing just is, like uh, in music putting on a live show is how you make money these days no no putting on a live show on broadway is very hard to make money very hard mm. to make money and i was going to to posit that that's why we're seeing all this not new material because you know you get money from it's very that for-profit theater is very different from what I've done my whole career, which is not for profit mm -hmm. that you have. It's, it's a business. It's um, you know, you, you get investors, Hey, we're going to do um, a Broadway production of the cherry orchard. I don't know why that popped into my head. Um, please don't do a Broadway production of the cherry orchard. Is that a it's Chekhov? No, it's Chekhov. Oh. Boy. Um, but Anton. You, that's him but, but you he get a gun you get, yes he does he had a gun he's Chekhov's gun yeah. uh wait wait Chekhov's gun uh have the, have the gun wait yeah. have the gun mm -hmm. but don't fire the gun mm, no <laughs> that'd be Chekhov's gun oh yes. there is a gun but never show the gun no <laughs> um no. No. and it's not has nothing to do with Star Trek no 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 all right Chekhov's gun Chekhov's is gun. a theory of tension how to create tension in a play. So yeah, kind of. Kind of. If, if you discuss the gun, never tell the audience where the gun is on stage. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're always thinking, where's that gun? You're searching that's, around that's, in that's the Frywald's dark. That's Frywald's gun. You're groping around in the dark. Frywald's gun. Frywald's I gun. like it. New theory. Although I disagree We've... because let's just get some new ideas. Frywald's knife. What okay. kind of knife is it? Knife. Is it on his belt? <laughs> is it in his boot? <laughs> Wait, what's Chekhov's who's gun? I've heard it by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. well, you know, it's, oh, it's been a bloody podcast. Who's going to get? Sh what's Chekhov's gun? Chekhov's gun is if you show a gun in the first act, you better, you better use, use it the by gun. the third act. Yeah, Damn. but yeah, so you get you get investors who <laughs> never use the gun. That's more interesting. <laughs> yes, what? Because then you leave... much more tension. You uh, well, much it, more it, tension. It, Dramatic it's, tension. The price of the ticket go, uh, is much. Uh, it, it, it ups the worth of the price of the ticket because you spend the next twenty four hours. Sam Shepard's good at this. If if you buy a sham sham champion, <laughs> if you buy a Sam Shepard, many playwrights. I think specifically. I haven't seen a lot of plays, so I'm thinking of Fool for Love. Mm -hmm. All right, I saw Fool for Love, and it was bonkers layered. That's Sam Shepard, yeah. So I got. Paid for the ticket and then got to spend the next uh, definitely 24 hours mm -hmm. going, what the fuck did this character mean? Because in that play, yeah. we don't have to go specifically in the play, but there's just a, 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 like an old man who's most likely the grandfather of this other person who is neither dead nor alive nor ghost nor he might interact with this person. Mm -hmm. No, he might not, though he might be in uh, the protagonist's head. No explanation. So you walk right. away and go... Is this guy just being an artsy fucker? And he doesn't know either? Yes, exactly, which is fine. I do that all the time. If it sounds good and looks good, that's cool with me. Aesthetically, that's all right. Or is this guy brilliant, which is certainly yeah. possible. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize winner, I believe. Right. So there's a level of, and, and, mm -hmm. and then what's the qualifiers for brilliant? Or, or is it right there in front of me and I'm just supposed to go, yeah, 
that's that guy's memory of his dad. And why are you going trying to dissect it so much? He's thinking of his dad. It's a stage play. In order to get that across, this you show you dad. do it because it's not a movie. Price of ticket, more worth <laughs> than, say, if you go see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory coming to Broadway. Eh, you don't have to think about it much other than was it good well, or bad. In. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is sort of how I feel about the Jerk Practice podcast. 24 hours later, I'm still going, what? Right. What, what did he mean? We don't wrap anything up. No. We're no, like, never. We're like auteurs that leave all the all the balloons oh, in the air. Yes. Life the is a yoga practice. Life. And it never ends. That's good. You could Write go... that down. <laughs> We're the damn interns. So We're anyway. just gaslighting everybody. Oh, oh I'm thank to that. you. Yes, because it is related to the theater. But anyway, the Broadway, we were talking about why are we seeing recycled material? Because it's a business they're trying to make money mm-hmm. so you get money from investors you got to hire all you got to pay all around on those ginormous theaters with and you have to pay the cast and if mm-hmm. it's a musical you got to pay the orchestra you have and they're all union you got to have enormous because it, the house is so big you got to have enormous sets you got to have sound reinforcement it's a very expensive undertaking keep the lights on keep the lights on what electric Gas, sure. Yes, right. um, of, gas lights. We're getting back to that. No, no, no. I'm not oh. trying to go back, but that's part of the bill. Lights, gas, lights, gas. You got garbage, f- garbage, sewage, food. I have con front ed of house to staff. list, by the way. Okay, so the, it, it's super <laughs> duper expensive for sure, and that is why um, the tickets they cost don't so take much. A risk. Exactly. They 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 don't want to take a risk. Then why be in that business? There's no business like show business. Thank you for setting that up. You're welcome. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Yeah, but everyone's betting on it being mm-hmm. a Book of Mormon or a Hamilton yeah. and making that huge bank. Yep. I hope, but those I hope were those originals. guys are making. Those were originals. Yes, that's true. I think everybody's and betting they, on these scumbags coming in. Uh, the betting on the, the remake, the, the adaptations. adaptations. They're betting on a Lion King. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's that was run the, for 20 years yeah. and make, and make of gobs of money and, and, you know, engender four different touring companies can, mm-hmm. around yep. the world. Cha-ching, you can cha-ching. Go cheap like the last show I saw was Oh Hello. Which is great. Which is just two guys doing their character mm-hmm. and, and not elaborate sets and yeah, nonsense. One set, no. Mm-hmm. And it will so pass the cost improvised, are lower. not yeah. even a script. Didn't even have to pay for that. Was that on where was that on, on Broadway? It still so is, these, I think, right? So these got, no, they had a short run. I think oh, it's done yet. Okay. Done now. But it probably just uh, broke even. Really? Possibly. Yeah. Which is success. They made, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, well, they would have had a different goal, a different objective than Yeah, they'll make a than, they'll have yeah. a show or a movie with those characters yeah. or I, shirts. A friend of a friend of mine is the one of the producers from Wicked. Which saw that, yeah. S- now she can take risks on other shows mm-hmm. because of Wicked, cha-ching, cha-ching, mm-hmm. and buy a third house. Well, that's that's what you need more of is like, just get out of it. If you're only saying we can bring this rehashed idea, and if we put a lot of effort into it, we will uh, beat our overhead and we'll mm-hmm. make money. Just. Then, want... then don't take the risk. Like it should be all risk, or they should make a better tier. Off Broadway should be marketed uh, more attractively. 
Off-Broadway? Yes, Off-Broadway. That's where the risks are. That's where the risks... Because it's a smaller house. Yes. And mm. so, the, you know, the risks get scaled down, and you get stuff that moves from Off-Broadway to Broadway, like... Hamilton. Hair, <laughs> I was going to say, but okay, Hamilton. Um, my students are fixing to see Come From Away, which had out-of-town tryouts. And we wanted to go see Dear Evan Hansen, which they... I heard that was w- good. Which we could not get tickets to because the two dudes who wrote it just won a Golden Globe for something else. And so the ticket prices went... Phew. Bones. Yep, bones. Golden Globe for that Bones episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, where were we going with that? Uh, we're eventually getting to gaslighting. Yes, we are, because I, that is a theatrical story. Uh, 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 well, my, uh, my guess... You're going to guess, guess on the where gaslighting, gaslighting comes from. Okay. Mm. Uh, and I've already since forgot the definition of gaslighting. No, I got it. 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 You're messing you. with somebody's head. You're, Gas. Messing, you're messing with their, specifically, you're messing perception. with their perception of reality. Yeah. And that's what gas does. Back when all homes mm. were gassed. Gas lights. Mm. Is this back to the Nazi thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Back to the ovens. No, wrong gas. Okay. That's that's always the wrong gas. Cyclone B aware. Not to gas your house with Cyclone B. Which was an, a pesticide, right? I think it was made saying? specifically to kill yeah, people. Yeah, I think so. Too. Oh my no, 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 no. Of course not. It initially the initial application of it. Mm-hmm. I thought mm. I thought. What, you as Henning says, that it was devised militarily by to kill people. That was probably yeah. it, it, it was devi- by a German Nazi scientist. Over, all right, gaslighting. No, what I'm saying is the gas that lights. If you don't light the light, where would the light come from? It's just you, seeping into. If your you just home seep in the gas, and, messing with uh, somebody's perception, oh, you better nice. turn a light on. Gaslight. You're, you're sucking down gas all day long in your home, and you're just gradually going crazy. If you, yeah. Well, if you're sucking down natural gas, like when the guys who installed it's my like new carbon stove did not seal, seal it, it properly, and and no, it would have killed me. Yeah, for sure. We would have gotten my cat first because it's heavier than iron sinks. And what's the gas that they used? But kerosene. Just kerosene's yeah, nat- a liquid. Yeah. Fumes. What kerosene fumes? Gasoline has fumes. Yes, yeah, it does. That's true. But the natu- what is gasoline? Na- what is gasoline? No, I know what gasoline <laughs> is. Gas lighting. What is gas? Is it just fumes from like a gas Natural pole? gas? It's a vapor, yeah. <laughs> state of, as in the state of matter that is gas? Yes. Yeah. It's when Air, the atoms... Airborne particles. Spread. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have liquid. Oh, excuse me. You have a solid. Uh-huh. Atoms have frozen... Yeah, Melt that. They in. start to move a little more. You have liquid. Mm-hmm. And then Heat that vapor. baby all the way up. Vapor. Gas vapor. Unless so, it's in the case of water. One of those solids that sublimates, yes. which I can't think which ones they are now. Like some type of jelly, I would imagine. Sublimates, sublimates is when it goes directly from a solid to a gas without passing go, collecting $200, or becoming a liquid. Very moon moon situation here. Alien? What name? What? What? You, you wait, want me to moon you? What, what? goes from? <laughs> what goes from a, a solid to a gas? I wonder. Oh dang! I without liquefying. Without liquefying, I. 
questions. I used like to, to know see that. that. Exotic physics, metal. physics question. I bet you could go on and Google. So no, you go, on and you, you go on and YouTube. Uh, solid, straight to gas. Well, or sublimation, like Allison. Or <laughs> sublimation. Is that does that have to do with like how much can go through like the wall of a cell? I have no idea. <laughs> like of a no, like cells. Cells is a bigger phenomenon than the atoms that we're talking about. Okay, we're talking atoms. We're at the There's no cells level. in an atom. No. No atoms in a cell. There uh, are. There are atoms in a cell. That's like a quiz. Cells like are... a like a test question. The atom is to a cell as. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <right. geez. laughs> as no no a that's cell not is, right a cell, cell is to a human body a cell is to biology as an atom is to atomology chemistry, chemistry. <laughs> is that a thing atomology etymology etymology what's the etymology of atomology not to be confused with entomology i think the etymology of that is entirely yes. in your head because uh, you just made bugs it up. in his head oh yes you we if you youtube Ent- sublimation entomology. I wonder if some if someone hasn't done it, we should do the experiment of finding whatever that is and then slowing it down because I bet that would look cool. And I bet there would be liquid somewhere in the middle. I don't think mm-hmm. sublimation. I oh, think sublimation is a phenomenon. A yeah, it's a gaslit God lie. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> gas lie. Gas lie. Let's find out okay. if I'm correct. <laughs> All right. The origin of the term gaslighting. I could read it or I could tell you to. It comes from... The title of a melodrama written in or first produced in London in 1938. And when it came to the United States in 1941, it was renamed Angel Street. I do not know why. And it was under that name that I staged managed a production of it in college. Ooh, turn Ooh. it in. How about it? That you man- what, I staged managed a production. Yeah. Called Gaslighting? Orig- the, original, the, the original English melodrama was called Gaslight when it... Huh. It's not pub- a genre, it's a specific play. Yeah. Oh. When it the okay. play was published and produced in the United States, for some reason the name was changed to, to Angel, Angel Street. Street. Okay. Under and it was under that title that I stage managed a production of it. Okay. Did you go to school for theater? Just curious? Yeah. Or it's just Yeah, I have a degree in theater and a degree in English. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, the two those mix well. They do. They really oh, do. English theater and speech communication. Ideal Indeed. podcast guest. There mm. will be a degree in podcasting at some point. <laughs> <They're> for sure. <laughs> for, there's, there, there probably is. There's now one program in Berkeley that you can get your PhD in yoga. Oh, dude. Yeah. Of course there is. And of course it's in Berkeley. Um, okay. Burn. So <laughs> so the, the play is set in Victorian London in 1880 in the wealthy home of Jack Manningham and his wife, Bella. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy, I can see the frywall right in this one. Melodrama. All right, I'm just going to read it to you because Wikipedia was tickled me. Okay. At least you cited it. Yes, I'm citing. In in, in citation. In podtation. Yeah, I went to Wikipedia instead of um, whoever holds the rights, Samuel French, whoever. Anyway, um, Ah. at the opening of the drama, Bella is clearly on edge, and the stern reproaches from her overbearing husband, who flirts with the servants makes matters worse. What most perturbs Bella is Jack's unexplained disappearances from the house. He will not tell her where he is going, and this increases her anxiety. As the drama unfolds, it becomes clear that Jack is intent on convincing Bella that she is going insane, even to the point of assuring her she is imagining that the gas lights in the house are dimming. Mm. It's like the yellow wallpaper. It, Yes. 
The appearance. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you had more to say on that, right? I I can't remember what the yellow wallpaper is. Uh, it's uh, well, it's been uh, it's been. It sounds familiar, but it's been folded in, and because that's the only thing I can think of as a very early piece of pro-feminist literature about a woman who's uh, stuck in her room, mm-hmm. and you kind of find out that the reasons behind it are that her husband has kind of deemed her uh, insane, mm-hmm. but the only reason she's being deemed insane is because she has this creative output, and they find her creative writing notebook, mm-hmm. and they're like, she must she's be crazy if she's coming up shit. with her own ideas. Yeah. So she's stuck in this room because they're like she's not well. The best medicine for her is bed rest. That actually used to happen. Yeah. Women used to actually be um, prescribed prescribed bed rest, bed rest mm-hmm. which which is they not would good only for go anything. crazier because oh, yeah. they would actually yes you would get prescribed that at home. I think if you're wealthy, but they would actually institutionalize mm-hmm. women in large rooms just full of beds, <laughs> and they just have to lay in bed all day. Going, Doing of course, nothing. you go crazy yeah. in a room in bed, like yeah. the just, grandparents from Charlie and the Chocolate say, Factory. Yes. <laughs> so she has is in this room with and yellow wallpaper, and the wallpaper kind of starts to come alive, and she creates this narrative okay. in there, and you're like, oh, she's going crazy. And mm-hmm. then the underline, the iceberg, if you will, mm-hmm. under the water is, well, she's going crazy because of gender norms and uh, masculine elitism trademark are <laughs> uh, causing her that way yellow wallpaper Chauvinist. gaslighting Gas the lights lighting. are dimming okay so she he jack is is trying to convince bella that she's losing her marbles no no i didn't notice that the lights were dimming no no the lights don't dim so he's out of the house because that's what, what he what does. Are you nuts, Bella? Yeah. Lights, nothing going okay, on with the I don't see that. What? So this police detective, whose name, his last, who's uh, Inspector Ruff for some reason. R U F F R O U G H. Oh my God! Perhaps it's pronounced Rao. What's it called when Rude. a last name is the same thing as a thing? Um, <laughs> yeah, where the in- and that's another one for the interns. You mean when yes, the like. When a fictional character is named what they what do. they are yeah what they I, are or what they do is that yeah. personification of a name namification all right. namification all right okay okay not bad so Inspector Rao um, shows uh, up and he says the apartment above them used to be owned by Alice Barlow a wealthy woman who was murdered for her jewels oh my god but the murderer never found them. So somebody busted into the apartment above, killed Alice Barlow because she was known to have fabulous jewels, but mm-hmm. the jewels never surfaced. So what happens is that Jack, that bastard, has been going upstairs to the empty apartment every night to search for the jewels, and he turns on the gas lights in the apartment, mm-hmm. which causes the lights, the other lights, to dim, to, to dim mm-hmm. and... She, you know, she can hear him walking around, and he says, there's nobody walking around up there. She's dead. And I don't know what you're talking about. The lights are dimming. Does he not want to share the jewels? Of course not. The man <laughs> so all is, of a sudden he's going to have all these gaudy jewels on? like, Or he's going to sell them or fence them or some damn thing. Or what? So... So somehow, this is such a bad play, Jesus. I don't know, it sounds pretty good. Well, it's they so, should reproduce this one it's so, in musical form. See, <laughs> it's so dumb, because you got... This is all coming back to me now. It's a dumb play. I mean, this is what we did in 1938. Um, you know, we see you, we see the lights dimming. Not mm-hmm. you. Not you in, in putting on this play, but 
not in 1938. What right. are you saying? Yeah, what Thank are you. you. Damn. It seemed like other you were stuff was going on no, no, in 1938. No, this I mean, is we what, as a this country. Is, you're, or England, um, but this is what passed for great drama, melodrama, because okay. it's so, you know, you see the lights dimming on stage, and maybe you, he- I can't remember if you actually hear the footsteps, or if you just have Bella saying to Jack, oh, it happened again, where have you been? I was so frightened I heard footsteps. I don't remember, but it's so stupid that Inspector Rao shows up and just exposits all this shit. He says, oh, well, you know, wealthy woman used to live up ah, there, blah, blah, you. blah. And so she, he suspects Jack. So he convinces Bella to assist him in exposing Jack as the murderer, which she does. But not oh, before he she... killed her. Oh, yeah. I'm, did I miss that? No. no See, that's, what's re- that's the big reveal. It's ah. so dumb. Did you have that prior to reveal? No, no, I, no we with, didn't know that. You. We didn't know. The audience doesn't know that. But what is it? Is it? It's just this. Um, is it there enough to pause it? I don't. You know, I don't remember if. I don't remember if there's enough in the script to make you think. Wait a minute, he killed her, and he's up there looking for those damn jewels. Um, or if you, as an audience, are sitting there and you have this. Deus Ex Machina character come in and go, oh, here's exactly what happened. I'll tell you mm-hmm. the story because that's crap. Mm. But that, you know, it sounds like it from Wikipedia that he says, no, this is what happened. She was murdered. I suspect your husband, and that's why you're hearing footsteps, and that's why the lights dim. Help me catch him. And she says, that rat bastard. I'll help you catch him. So um, she pretends to help him escape. That's all. I don't remember that part, but that's all it says here. Help and it says, uh, help, I'm sorry, help her husband, Mr. Murdering Rat Bastard. She pretends to help him escape. She says, oh, the police okay. know you killed her. Don't worry, I'll I'll help you. They'll she now m- knows about the lights dimming. She no, She's she done has, being gaslit. Yes, because what? the in- Inspector Rao has... Um, illuminated. Why illuminated. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Yeah, exactly. See, this is so dumb. He just comes in and explains it all. We don't get the satisfaction of figuring it out or right. anything. It's just dumb. And this is in the middle of the play, too. Oh, that's sort of, that's that got to be the climax of it. Or, and, you know, oh, my God, that's what happened. And um, Well, it sounds like it goes on from there. Well, not very far because mm-hmm. she's saying to, to Jack, oh, the, the police were here and they know you killed Alice Barlow, but don't worry, darling, they'll never take you alive. I'll help you. I'll help you escape. And at the last minute, she reminds him that, having gone insane, she is not accountable for her actions. Zing! That's so stupid. The play closes with Jack Manningham being led away by the police. Got him. It's terrible. The whole play should have ended with... Like, if the lights are dimming, you just say, like, why did she have to ask? I guess that's because it's 1938. Because, really, that play wouldn't hold water today. She'd go... Those well, lights dim? You go, I don't think so. No, they did. I saw them dim. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Why are they dimming? You, I need to figure this out. And then she'd, you know, go all Nancy Drew on his ass. Um, but it was, it, and I think the, the, like I said, the original English play was named Gaslight. The American production was called Angel Street, but it was made into a movie called Gaslight, and that is much more familiar to Americans than this lame-ass play. Um, it also had Ingmar, Ingmar Bergman? Ingrid Bergman. 
and Ingrid Bergman was in it, and she's beautiful. And it's all, you know, moody lighting, of course, because mm-hmm. it's about gas lights. Is it noir? Uh, it's super duper noir. I mean, it's black mm-hmm. and white and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can you can joy work that if it's available out there somewhere. Ooh. But that is the origin of the term gaslight. I like it. It comes from that cool. play. But And now you can just and say... You could say, stop Angel Street and me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember, I remember two things about our production. One was that we double cast the role of the maid because there were two babetastic freshmen that we wanted to encourage to continue auditioning. So they took turns playing it. You were sexing up the play? Well, you got to have a saucy maid for Jack Manningham to flirt with. What about a saucy Bones-esque... Manningham. Oh, he was not sexy. Oh God, I'm, I can't remember who played <laughs> and he's Bella. Not it's driving to be me crazy. In the context of the play. No, wait, who played Manningham? Did Detective Ruff the, had like a Chicago. That's the one only cop accent. He was terrible. God <laughs> yeah. bless him. He, Bill Stokes. He, Great name. Yeah, Bill a lot Stokes. of good names in this episode. He was Bill Stokes. Was a magician. <laughs> he worked as an old-fashioned magician with the cape and the top hat and everything, and he did the worst English accent. And the the thing I remember... He put it on for the sake yeah, of the show? Yeah, because, you know, it, it takes place <laughs> in London. Um, on Angel Street. On though. Angel Street, in a house lit by gas. And they didn't, gas. They didn't Americanize Solid it. gas. No, no. The play is not... when it's It was not Americanized... Um, not reset. It was the American published version is still set in London. I guess I had thought that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I liked where you were going with resetting it in a you know gritty fifties noir. Well, that's beat what the and... movie is, right? Oh no, it's all it's all Victorian. Oh. You can't modernize a house that's lit with gas lighting. It's got to be. Oh, gas. You got to yes, do you something can. else. If you have too many things, well, plugged it's true. In, if you have the lights a little dim, juice from that's something. That's true. Um, but or just. Are you... Just messing with her so she's not so... Yeah. By the way, in yoga, the jewel is always inside us the entire time. The jewel is always inside us? Mm -hmm. Well, in the play, the jewels unaccountably were in a vase on the mantle in the Manningham's apartment. I don't understand that. So this is all taken from Buddhist texts. How did they get there? (laughs) It's inside you the whole time. Uh the, The story of the jewel, uh, as told by... What was the original name of the first Buddha? Siddhartha um, Gautama. Thank you. Matt, yes. Ooh, Ooh he came strawberry up. cough. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. It was within him all the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Siddhartha. Sid. Go ahead. His friends Go ahead. called him. Sorry. No, Did they? they didn't. Sure. They didn't call him Sid. I wanted to know about the play first, Allison, before oh, we moved on. Yes. They didn't explain why the jewels were there in the base. I don't remember. There had to be an explanation for that, because if he killed the upstairs neighbor... And he's still going up there to find Looking for them, the damn jewels. How did they get into the, the vase in his apartment? And he doesn't know that they're and there. And he doesn't know that they're there. Because he's still going upstairs looking for them. And Bella doesn't know they're there either. Are they renting? Are they renting she does. from her? So it was initially part of her home. I, I don't remember. Now I'm going to have to give myself joy work now. <laughs> Ruff has to come in one more time and explain yeah. that at the end. Yeah, I remember him finding finding them because I can just see Bill Stokes, who had a ski they... jump nose and red hair. This vase What's a ski and, jump nose? Like ski, you know, nose shaped ah. like Bob Hope, famous for his ski jump nose. 
that he had this face and he said, oh, and he, he shakes something out into his hand and he says, the Baldo rubies. I'm like, oh. They were rubies. They yeah. They should have. They should have mentioned the vase at the beginning. Chekhov's vase. Chekhov's vase, yes. I don't, I'm going to have to look this up. And then it's sitting there, teetering on the edge of the mantle the whole play. Oh, finally, in the last accident act. Rough gets rough oh, and right. actually yeah. bumps the mantle. I am yeah, totally going to Sam his, French and getting a copy of this. Crosses his hands and casually leans against the mantle. Well, we solved this one. Clink. Oh. There's a gun inside. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> and it shoots him. And then, ah, uh, <laughs> ooh, uh, well, the story from our buddy Sid oh, yeah. was back the, to Sid the, and the these, jewel. These parents who are very wealthy have uh, an only child. Well, it's an only child of two wealthy parents. They pass mm-hmm. away, leave him his inheritance. Mm-hmm. He's very young. He, uh, uh like Batman. Yes, a Batman origin story. <laughs> Except for he uh, spends his inheritance quickly on booze, broads, and beans. I guess if that means overeating, uh, he quickly <laughs> spends all of his inheritance and becomes a pauper. So all he has is the clothes on his back, which and the is jewel within, and the jewel is sewn in the entire time. Uh-huh. So as this guy's poor and wait, what? And begging. Oh, there's a literal jewel in him? One literal jewel because his parents knew that, that they a... had a scumbag only son oh that would spend their own inheritance. <laughs> so he spends like a decade wandering around uh, poor and begging and feeling sorry for himself until he finally realizes that the jewel, what he was seeking, which he was always seeking to get all this money and wealth back, was inside him. The whole time. I'm not saying the Buddha was a... Great storyteller. You probably had his hand in gaslight. Initial, the original story for the jewel was Jewel Avenue. So he finally figured out that the reason he couldn't sleep very well because he always felt this lump was because there was a jewel parents, sewn into his clothing. I think somebody finally opened him up and put a jewel. Where it was in his, the jewel was sewn into his coat. How does he get the jewel? Oh, okay. If the jewel's sewn into the coat, how did I guess his clothes it. rip? They finally so disintegrate, disintegrated, because he's so filthy. The jewel Boink. falls out, oh, and you know what sake. I think? I think he wastes all his money on the jewel. I, I think he spends the jewel real quick. <laughs> he probably would, because he doesn't sound like the kind of guy who would learn a valuable lesson from any of this. I don't think he did. And by the way, I think I I know I think he. He didn't have to because the jewel was worth so much money that it set him up for life. Mm-hmm. So how big does that jewel have to yeah, be? Yeah, dang. I mean, well, depending on what Depends it was on the, and the you gem, know, yeah, yeah, and and the quality of it, it didn't wouldn't have to be What's as the, big as your head. You're a you're a gemologist. I love me some Allison. gems. You love? Do you oh. love the healing properties of gems and crystals? <laughs> do you? Dude, do you? What? That is a that is BS. We're skeptics. Oh, oh, you are? Yeah. Uh, well, there's That's a how I bookstore met called Promises on 78th. <laughs> <laughs> and between uh, Lexington, 3rd Lexington, mm-hmm. I think it's Lexington and 78th, a lot of crystals. Oh, I'm sure. sure. Healing crystals. Mm, no doubt. Do you guys believe in Proposed drinking charcoal? Alleged healing. To detoxify? No. No? No. God. What the hell, dude? Charcoal absorbs toxins. I, I don't Filters? I don't have, cigarettes. I don't have toxins. <laughs> charcoal. I actually Eat don't believe cigarettes. in it. It's burnt wood. Yeah. And your liver detoxifies yes. you as with your, that's help to your liver and your charcoal. No, with no. the help of your kidneys. If charcoal helped, our bodies would make Nephrons. charcoal and do it for us. Yeah. 
Well, I'm I'm on your I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm on your okay. side. I don't believe you hear a lot of I don't know about the crystal part because I haven't investigated, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that there's such a thing as sweating out toxins. No, there isn't. There right. isn't. No. Right. There's a big trend in the wellness world, well, wellness. which is a big world, air quote unquote. Air quotes, wellness. Air right. quote, wellness, that just by sweating or purging or doing mm-hmm. all these things, you're yeah. getting rid of toxins from the night before as or though animals. you're like a, uh, what's the type of animal that excretes through their skin? <laughs> Like a lizard. Lungfish? Like a, lungfish. Yes, exactly. Lungfish have feet, right? No, they're just a tube of jelly, basically, that that excrete out their and skin. It, yeah. I yeah. think lizards do that. As a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. they excrete this uh, goo goo that expands in salt water to oh, yes. like several, several times the volume yes, of its body. Yes. Are they the ones and that... And then they, they get away. While the predator is going, damn, that's a lot of goo. And that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> what really about gross. the fish I, I with don't the light? Those the are awesome. The We saw anglefish. those. Anglefish. Everything is horrifying. I don't, I don't doubt that lungfish goo has been adopted by some woo-woo Oh, no doubt. It probably has, has it properties, properties of some sort. Yeah. Mix it with turmeric, a little charcoal. <laughs> little, well, it's not vegan, though. Uh, no, it's not. So you wouldn't. Sorry. Yeah. No, nah, that limits the market. It's yeah, probably used by yeah. meativores to spread it on that steak a little. <laughs> yeah, baby. Like uh, mayonnaise. Lung, little lungfish. Do they pate? look like eels? Lungfish? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, scary. Everything about the ocean. You know, I don't like. I'm not a fan. Of the ocean? No. Some scary shit down there. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> as long as it doesn't keep you out of the bottom. I saw you surfing this. This, uh, oh, yeah. Well, summer. you have to. Like, life is all about balance. I'm just saying. Oh, well, no, I take it back. I, your fears? You have to. Con- it's the same with the roller coaster story oh, yeah, I told yeah, yeah. you about. I don't think. I don't. May I told. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I heard uh, the roller coaster story. The, I have. Even when I was on the swim team in uh, high school, you were grade on, school. You didn't tell us about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know what's in my head. I just know. That every time when you when you swim when you what's that stroke freestyle freestyle cross freestyle stroke um, every time freestyle my head means you can do whatever you want to no, be as fast no, as you no, want no that's that's when you're rapping but most people but do no, that is the called the freestyle right? that's called the freestyle yes huh. breaststroke no it's not breaststroke what whatever stroke it was every time because i had such an irrational fear that snakes are in the water even in a public pool i'm better now but then (laughs) every time i can imagine people swimming in the lanes next to me my head would become submerged enough underwater i would scream so my breaststroke was up in the air (laughs) up in the air because you know, under the water, no one can hear you scream. I thought, Not. but they can. <laughs> they can. They're, this is a really great intimidation technique. Yeah. So, but also that fear comes from how wretched. And I'm going to have to confirm this with Van Heel. Uh, the conditions of our Watertown indoor <laughs> pool was. I swear to you, there were there was actually. actual bacteria and algae. Mm. <laughs> waving <laughs> underneath as though it were like a kelp situation. Mm-hmm. I swear. It, it sounds like you were in a big aquarium. You, or you I was were, being gaslit. You were somebody's fish. Yes. That's what I found. So there were in snakes in the little gutters mm-hmm. around the pool. And then yep, this yep. wave. The snakes weren't real, but I'm telling you that green <laughs> algae was real. Giant colonies of green algae yep. growing up from the bottom. Jeez. Well, did, 
Did they just miss all the chlorine treatments? I what? think they just didn't do it that often. <laughs> no, that, that is uh, nasty. And I went snorkeling one time, and my body never just changed the water. tenses up too much <laughs> to enjoy it. Because yeah. you, well, there's, you, so where, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, You can't go up. You're already up. Okay. Because you're snorkeling on yeah, the surface. so you can't go too deep, which it doesn't sound like you would want to do anyway. Well, you can't go deep with a snorkel. That's what I just said. Right. Yeah. So, so snorkeling. So maybe if I had the, the gas pump on no, my back. No, I'm not <laughs> interested in that. That freaks me right the hell out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But maybe I would be more comfortable even doing that than snorkeling because at least I could, could go you'd down. Go for, yes, but that's where the creepy shit is. <laughs> Way down. Way, yeah, yeah, I went over a stingray or whatever those... Array. Array. Uh-huh. And it was hidden into the sand. Whoa. Right? Yeah. So when you go over it, you startle it and it moves. And that's... Did you poop yourself? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Hor- I screamed. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> which probably released more horrifying... Like, th- there's, there's, there's shit that looked like... I think they're oh, called anemones that look like... They look uh, like this. Look like Well, they look balls. like jazz hands. They look like lovely little... Is Pin spirit fingers. And is that what the, the angelfish live within? They have like a deal, like a symbiotic yeah. deal. Thinking that... of the clownfish from Finding Nemo. Yeah, and it lives within a sea anemone, right? Anemone. Yeah. They have a deal. Right. They I'll do? protect you when you sleep, and you mm-hmm. bring me your feces, I'll just... and I feed <laughs> on it. I think they, they eat all the stuff that, the crumbs of the anemone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, I wait. think the anemone might clean the count clownfish clean bacteria off it maybe it's a relationship uh, it's yeah, like just a bird on the just made myself alligator's another. teeth mm-hmm. or the bird on the hippo or the the lampreys right, right. remoras did you guys see the uh it was a fluff pluff puff piece i'm imagining but the orange alligator in florida nope like a picture of it what's the story massive pollution oh, the story really? starts cute, cute they're like who's ever seen an orange alligator and then they talk to an actual ecolo- ecologist ecosystemologist yeah, sure. mm-hmm. we'll go with that <laughs> they talk to a guy Biologist. who just says you know the reason it's orange is because this is a massively polluted water system mm-hmm. and we need to clean it up but luckily they're like as long as it isn't something that it will ingest over time and kill it, it will shed that layer of skin and become hmm. green again. Wow. Hmm. Huh. But it's I, just I didn't see that at all. Yeah, it just starts sweet, like oh, ooh, how, what a funky What an interesting natural variation. And it's just in but it's uh, not plastic BPA sludge. Yeah. It's not a it's not a mutation in other words. No. Not no. like a fish with three eyes. Simpson That's where I was going. Yeah. Simpsons fish, yeah. <laughs> it will lose the skin. Or lose the, lose the probably co- lose, lose its the life. Color. It's certainly <laughs> lost its ability to reproduce. I'm imagining the fish right. or the alligator. All the, all the she she uh, gators are like, ew, what's the orangey. Fish? I'm not. Oh, you. Oh, you think, no. oh, you think she gators are 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 uh, bigoted like that? No, well, I think orange is a thumbs up. He would stand it's out. Like that Julie. It's like it's like, yeah. it's like bling. It's like, you know, the male of the species has the more festive plumage to attract the female of the species. Yeah, in you certain don't think species. In, in, we're talking peacocks, peacocks and birds, cardinals, and but certain gators monkeys. are not like not, that. Gators are not like that. Gators just like their own kind. Is what dinosaurs, saying. right? So. Dinosaurs? They're yeah. as old as dinosaurs, no? Or those crocodiles? They predate dinosaurs. That's actually. horrifying. They, wait, wait. Does that before. disprove <laughs> all 
Does that disprove the the meteor theory? Well, you mean that they survived? Yes. How could they? Nothing did. Many mm. things survived. Like what? Okay. Education moment. You want to take this one, Alice? No, this is all <laughs> you, babe. Okay. Uh, 65 million years ago. Yeah, the meteor came and hit, but... Proven? Yeah. That That is the definitive yeah, we're, theory. We're going with Not that. even theory. That's what by, happened. It is by now, yeah. Okay. I know 20 years ago it might have been controversial still, but <clears throat> not, not any longer. We found the crater. We know where it is. The Yucatan. Hmm. Everything lines up. That that layer of iridium, in the, in the, need the special a help there. Uh, it's a it's a special. It's an element that doesn't occur a lot on Earth. Meteor so element. It had to come from oh, a meteor, okay. mm-hmm. and everywhere on Earth, at that stratum in the I know in, stratum in the layer in the in the geology geologic layers everywhere on earth there's a layer of iridium right at 65 million years ago mm-hmm. which yeah. means a meteor came blew up a lot of dust including the iridium from the meteor itself oh, and spread positive. all over the world yeah wow. so it was like okay. a long extended no, like it was a big iridium ass. poisoning. It wasn't that the sun was blotted out and that killed all plants. And there would there would have been a lot of dust. Yeah, it might have been uh, a mini ice age. I'm not sure about that. People, the climate yeah, definitely would have changed. Were there people that survived this one? <laughs> <laughs> were, Adam and were Eve. there or would there have been? There <laughs> weren't. <laughs> there weren't people. Good, you know that. Uh, chrome. Uh, what's the oldest uh, bones? Of man, <laughs> chocolate well, Twinkies. It's tough to, tough to that we have. Depends on your definition moment. of human. It's not even a million years old, is it? You can go back two million years to Australopithecus. All right, which so, is so loose. we're talking sixty-five million years ago. Mm-hmm. These alligators, yeah, survived survived a yeah. meteor, mm-hmm. along with a lot of other things too. Plant life, insects, insects survived. That still survive today? Be- uh, yeah, roaches? Well, yeah. Totally. Everything in the water survived, too. Mm-hmm. Like They're alligators. And They're that's unaffected. why, yeah, that's all that freaky shit that's underwater. Uh-huh. Also, small mammals, shrew-like creatures, rat-like things that were living in trees survived, and that became us. Yeah. So <laughs> the fish didn't become us? No, fish became... Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, and then... Made it with rats? Became <laughs> some dinosaurs split off and became these shrew like mammals. That and also, that totally... dinosaurs also split off and became birds. birds. Were birds first, let's be honest. Uh what? What? dinosaurs came from birds. Not no, dinosaurs no, no, no. became Bird, birds. Yes. Birds yes. came from dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And those are the only dinosaurs we know. That are still living. Well. That it's very true to say that dinosaur uh, birds are Living dinosaurs. I, I agree with that. Okay. Cladistically, evolutionarily, DNA-wise. Clandestinely? Yes. Cladistically. <laughs> um, oh, I had a point. The rats, which rats, still question why they survive. Uh, that was, yeah, that was the only mammal. Oh, that disproves mammal. Darwinian evolution. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, yeah? You think so? Lay, how, it on, lay it on me. How would a dinosaur, a massively powerful, strong creature, mm-hmm. slowly evolve? Because we know the, the theory is 
that he saw these birds in Madagascar, right? Is that where he was? <laughs> Darwin did? Yeah. He and he saw these certain Galapagos. birds in the Galapagos. These birds became these birds because they needed a certain nut. So they ended up with this right. strong nut-cracking beak. Right. These birds became the and they all come from the same bird. These birds became these birds because they needed a poke beak to get honey. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you're getting there, right? Right. Darwin's So how does a dinosaur need to become a little rat instead of a dinosaur when a well, dinosaur has everything? If anything, a dinosaur, if his evolution would is, would get bicepy strong arms instead it, of the T Rexy arms. Here's here's the key. It at the time the meteor hit, the reason that the the big guys aren't around anymore is because they were so lungs. They had they were big. They needed a lot more resources. They needed mm-hmm. to hunt bigger prey. They needed more so calories. At, the big guys all died off because their food sources uh-huh. all gone. The their fragile to changes in the environment which happened but the smaller guys it turned out who can survive just on insects and didn't have their food source wiped out already live the small ones survive that meteor hit and become birds so and the small mammals survived and become us got it so dinosaurs Mm. didn't become smaller ever they just died. They were there were bigs and smalls, there were bigs and the smalls smalls. lived because so darwin i'm bringing him back on the table because today taking him off the list the day we are recording (laughs) Not is his birthday? It's today is Darwin Day. Darwin yes. Day. Oh yeah. Does Darwin is Darwin? Should I put him back on the list? Mistakenly relevant. Good job. <laughs> uh, is Excellent. Darwin back on the list because of social Darwinism, or was that just people taking his idea and rolling scum, rolling Trump with it, perverting it? Yeah. Perverse. Yes. Yeah. Darwin. Right. Darwin's okay. It's those people that I bet Darwin has <laughs> got some issues that we don't know about. Probably. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Did he? Uh, Did you get that? Uh, no, but I'm just laughing to be polite. No, I didn't. Tangel- Patanjali. The Yoga Sutras oh, of Patanjali. <laughs> Bringing it back. Uh, very good. Very so, good. Henning, now I've lied because <laughs> as you look down at your iPad device mm-hmm. or iPhone device or Casey looks at his iPhone 1 <laughs> and sees that it's completely useless, but then looks at his secondary device, which is an iPod. You'll see we're coming closer to two hours. Coming up on Yeah, we've had no Vit C yet. So look back at your device. If you see another hour or so on there, <laughs> you're going to hear some vitamin C. And you've had a week, or you've had a week, to think about an alternative. Oh, an ulterior, an alternative clothes, oh, yeah. and I can already tag. feel that nobody's done the joy work this yep. week. I didn't think that was you an assignment correct. for me. I didn't even think I'd be bringing it up now because you would think I'd be bringing it up because <laughs> I had one and I, I don't. don't, and I don't. <laughs> uh, that's been said by us. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, hey. no. Hey. Oh, hello there. It's your old pal Yogi Toilet, reminding you that if you like what you heard, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe, rate, review, and share the Jerk Practice Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Jerk Practice Pod. It's the Jerk Practice page. There's also Tumblr, I think. 
But for now, practice Ataha. Now, Ataha, Jerkpod, Anushasana. Now it's time for the Jerk Practice Podcast, Part 2. And now, for the sound of the Jerk Practice Universe. All right, welcome back to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Uh, finally, we got a little uh, vitamin C, I don't injection, hot beef, <laughs> talking to Valentine's Day, hot C. I'm Hans. Uh, this is Casey, the hot C. The hot C. Injector. This is uh, new for us. We're coming hot in on an episode. Yeah. Got to get the full trifecta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Henning, how's Henning doing? Is he still gigging on that show that I don't like? Uh, show that will not be named? The, I, I don't, it's uh, a good question. I, I would imagine, otherwise I think he'd, he'd be here unless uh, I aff- greatly offended him in the last episode. But you'll have Clearly to... it's me that's the offended one, the offender. Yeah. It's not a real art form. No. Unless it's uh, uh, set up by unless um, the pharmacies, they're the artists. <laughs> Rockadoodle, piece of art. You talking about uh, what was that guy's name? Jerry Bluth. Oh, Don, yeah, Don Bluth. Don Bluth. He's a real. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously a talented guy. I think he did American Tale, right? Yeah, he did all of the. The animated movies with a little edge that weren't Disney. Yeah, and so I think that edge kind of, like, like I just picture Walt Disney like, get out of here, Don! Like, I, you know, like, he doesn't get the He's respect. Like the, <laughs> he takes his leather jacket with his punk rock t-shirts pinned to the back, and he's like, sit down and spin, Walt! You old fuck! I want to make kids cry. All dogs go to heaven, you dick! Which they do? Did you hear that official? Oh boy! By decree from old old Popey Fran. Pope Fran said dogs can go to heaven. He's getting younger by the minute. <laughs> I know. He's just he, so- now he's an, now he's literally a um, adolescent. He's literally or a, I don't know what would you call it a toddler. Dogs, you go to heaven. He's trying to out young young Pope. Oh man, he's totally. I don't know who's in his who his PR guy is, but. On point. He's just winning at every turn. It's Don Bluth with his popped <laughs> collar. <Don> <laughs> the Pope and Don Bluth. Don Bluth. Flicks <laughs> a fucking toothpick at some stuffy old fucking cardinal. <laughs> Cram it, Cardi. I'm taking oh, Pope to the top like I took dinosaurs to lands before there was time. Did he do that one? I believe so. Don, then Don, well, I mean, I guess because of many reasons, but Don Bluth is probably one of the richest men in America. Yeah, totally. Like, on the sly. You would never know. But that's the thing. Ashley and I were talking about what Disney movies did you watch growing up? Like, hmm. did you have? One of my favorite topics. Uh, we had the we had a few of the puffy cases. Um, yeah, that's what, I, her, my reference, our ref, shared reference was those White puffy VHS cases, which apparently go for a little bit of coinage online now, because people in the United States have too much money to spend. <laughs> like <laughs> obviously, 
It makes sense. I always just always thought they were bullshitting because all the commercials were like, we opened the vaults oh, for yeah. a limited time only. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> yeah, it was always a shitty one. I don't want to see the, the fox and the hound. Um, that being said, I was also, I have a little bit of, uh, not to trivialize OCD, I have a little bit of, with, when it com- comes to media and how clean they yeah. look on a shelf, those Disney movies yeah. always fucked up my... My oh, uh, yeah. my lines, steal show stealers. Yep, always drawing your. They're like, oh, they're, oh, someone's got a lot of Disney movies. <laughs> I uh, not so discreet. The uh, the Disney's. Um, uh, I I think Aladdin is is still, but was definitely my go to growing up. Yeah, and then they scumbag me with like. Rock and Jafar three, like they, they fucked you <laughs> on the <and> sequel. Jafar. <laughs> Rock cool and young Jafar. <laughs> Jafar has got his hooks into him. Don Bluth, young Pope, Jafar, Dream Team. <laughs> that damn parrot going, going on spring vacation. <laughs> yeah, so, spring break's trademarked. We're going on spring Fort vacation. <laughs> Because it's the Don Bluth of the holidays. Disney's got spring break, so he's like, spring vacation. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> spring vacation. I had a few. I, I definitely remember hitting an age where uh, uh, something in me, like, I uh, I thought it was too uh, non-masculine to watch a couple of the, like I've never I couldn't we had Bambi and I never went back and watched that I think it was like 11 oh. or something and uh Beauty and the Beast that's the thing because Ashley and I were talking and like all the older ones are like dark and they have some edge like Bambi like on paper you're like oh Bambi like <laughs> it's for little kids like everyone dies in that like it's about Bambi's parents getting murdered and like dealing yeah. with like death. So it's like super dark. Yeah, all the new uh Disney movies are like trophies for participation. Yeah, like and that because I we were talking and Ashley like cuz she didn't get to watch cartoons otherwise. She doesn't like them. That's why she didn't watch them as a kid like or she wasn't her mom for whatever reason like decided that she couldn't watch cartoons. No so Kimmy Schmidt just, for her. Yeah, so her dad just took her to Aliens. Oh, God, I love those movies. Aliens 3, unfortunately, does not hold up. I still like it. I still think it's a worthy addition. I mean, I like rock. Live? Yeah, but uh, I, I, I guess, you know what? It's my same rule that I shouldn't go back and watch these movies because Alien 3 hit me. I must have been uh, like a fresh 12. The yeah. perfect time where... And the perfect circumstances where, like, a couple movies weren't in. So I was like, I mean, I know you don't want me to rent Aliens 3, but there's no other option. So I got to rent it on a Friday night. Oh, you schemed it. And I was expecting the moon. Yeah. It, no, no, no. I lo- It scared the hell out of me. I just remember that was such, like, uh, and the design was cool. I think it was, like, uh, the director's actually. Hmm? It was David Fincher. Oh, it was yeah. I mean, so uh-huh. that that shows, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Trent Reznor did the music, so it had like you. It honestly couldn't. You couldn't have had a better group of people making that movie, other than a script. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind the script because because they've tried to out aliens, aliens like Jim Cameron's Alien movie, and it just doesn't. 
Like, let's get more guns and more trucks and bigger monsters. And people are like, mm, fuck. What's Did he make an actual Aliens movie? James Cameron did Aliens. The first one? Second one. Who did the first one? Uh, Ridley Scott. And then James Cameron came in and did it? Huh. Yeah. That one had Paul Reiser, right? Yeah. Or they both did, I think, but Paul Reiser gets it in the second one. He got he had more of a, a more substantial part in two, I believe. You know, no, uh, he wasn't in the first one because there's a time jump. Because Ripley is if like asleep in that chamber for like fifty years. Is uh uh is um what's her name? The little girl from ET in it? Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Is she a no. little? Isn't there a little girl in Aliens? Yeah. Character but it's not Drew Barrymore. It's no. It's. <laughs> oh, another little blonde girl. Okay. There's nowhere to go with that. I just I guess I have I guess I have to go back and watch Aliens. Not not a bad task to have. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh god. What's going on? We haven't uh it's been a minute since we've been on the podcast together. Crazy. It has, yeah. Scheduling getting well, it's it, it's 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 coming to its own. We're getting it figured out, but yeah, um, should be more normalized now, hopefully. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think so. I, uh, I had a couple funky job things going on, which could turn out. We'll see. I took an assessment test yesterday for. A, I had a phone interview, then an on-site interview, and then they gave me an assessment test. A test. Ooh. A test. Uh, How long has it been since you've taken a proper test? Well, I think less for me than a lot of people because I did go back to school. But this oh, was yeah, that's been how recent, long yeah. has it been since I took a test uh, uh, that uh, – God, how can I describe it? Basically, I had to research different industry websites like, we make metric screws. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to dissect what they offer, like metric screws, marine fasteners. Uh, <laughs> wow. Using the internet to its fullest potential. <laughs> Brass bolts. And I had to break it I had to break it down into a hundred words or less what they offer so different distributors can find them on this cataloged website and and purchase that doesn't sound large like orders. a test. That just sounds like inventory. It's uh, it's not the sexiest work in the world, <laughs> uh, and uh, it and it's not like a. Uh, it, there's not room for any like. Uh, there's no free ball in room. Like you can't go like this company is was found and did it and and like trying. No, you want, can't sexy up those bolts. They want so, the brass tacks. Yeah, they want put uh, in paragraph two. They want this manufacturer slash distributor offers. Brass tacks, ampersand, steel wool, ampersand. Oh, it's, uh, it was, and it took me, uh, it doesn't matter. I got a couple other gigs going on though too, like, um, so it's good, but uh, more importantly, it's getting more settled down so we can podcast a little more. Uh, uh, This is all inside bullshit. (laughs) Well, we have to. Henning has sexy work, and yeah. you and I have like boring dad and uncle work. Yeah, really. Re- I mean, this is, this is. I already like. I already saw. Like, it's it's the foot in the door thing I'm trying to get. But I uh, on my way on the onsite interview, 
I walked by, <laughs> like <laughs> this could be in like a, uh, I, I don't. This could be in in a in a, in a drama. I walked by the empty cubicle of the guy that left, and it was like whoosh, coffin, whoosh, and then I walked by. It. <laughs> <laughs> you saw your a fifty plus, you know, yourself in fifty years, like turning and like <laughs> slamming no. in the cubicle. Well, the thing about it, and uh, and. Uh, what I appreciate with when I sat down and they were like, yeah, 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 you're a writer. This has writing in that it has words. But uh, <laughs> but they were also like, most people make it a year. And we understand that. Oh, Because Jesus. it's tedious. So I was like, all Holy right, I can, I can hustle a year. Let's see how it works. Because um, daddy's got to eat. Do you remember? All right. Uh, we're dropping, we're, we're on a day of drop too. Yeah. Uh, post Valentine's day. Yeah. We talked a little bit about it. Um, previously Allison and Henning, which everyone just heard. Um, do you remember the gay sex shop next to the gas station north of Loring park in, uh, Minneapolis? Oh yes, yes, yes. Right in that like little L-shaped parking lot. Yes. Little, yeah. 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 Do you remember the one product that we uh, thought was so bizarre and had never found it anywhere else? Not off. No, not really. I'll have to refresh my memory. Well, it could sure be the it, more worldly <laughs> me will have an answer for you. It could be a fever dream, but uh, and I hope not because I went into it pretty extensively. Do you remember that for whatever reason they offered chocolate Twinkies? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why is that? He, and have you ever seen them anywhere else? Zing chocolate zingers. Yeah, but these weren't zingers. And lazy bones. I they, feel like that would be more appropriate. <laughs> Jelly rolls. They had they had some <laughs> zingers in there, but they just then just randomly after you're buying Twinkies, yeah. You're uh your wiener loves and your turtle doves then you just throw an individually wrapped not for resale chocolate twinkie on the pile i feel like maybe that's some inside baseball some inside jokes <laughs> well i was thinking potentially but we kind of got what do you think you know the uh we got into how gabe told us how saying peace or putting up the peace fingers in uh certain gay communities says like oh i'm i'm not gay you know not in a oh, mean right, way, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but don't don't waste your time. Yeah, and then there's all your jets, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a little. It's like the least offensive, <laughs> <laughs> just a really aggressive, scary peace sign. Yeah, it's the least aggressive uh, um, gesture, but if it's like held up like with, like so tensely that it's shaking. Yeah. It uh no, all I can think about is that scene in Wayne's World where they have backstage passes and they're just literally showing them to everybody they encounter. Peace. Like, uh, the gay club. Peace, man. Peace. Yo, peace, you, peace, 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 peace. Oh, this guy loves um equality. Um uh, I, I I had something to go on that. Like there used to be a show. I want to get back to Chocolate Twinkie. There used to be a show. Maybe I think it was actually Morgan Spurlock. It was like 30 days and you did 30 days. You went and lived with somebody that had different ideals than you for 30 days to see if it would change oh, your yeah, outlook. Yeah. He, he would either like 
he lived on minimum wage for 30 yeah. days. And then they would do like cultural swaps like a yeah, someone would go live on an Indian reservation. Yes, or days. go live on a commune or something. Yeah. And we saw one where this young kid, uh, I, I think he was in high school, but I don't think that would fit. This young kid from the Midwest who was homophobic. Went oh, to go yes. live with these. Did you see in this? In San Francisco, like in the heart of the Castro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Heart of chocolate Twinkie territory. Yeah, like like with some intense like uh, party goers. Yeah. And I only say that because it showed them going to many a party. Like just that was the scene. And, uh, and But by the end of it, like he got too comfortable. Not even. And, and that doesn't even mean like he became gay. It, I mean like. He, even if he was staying with you and me, I'd be like, and and there was no, um, there was no like a gay platform or anything like that. Like, he and he just started walking out of the shower like without a towel on. He'd be like, "Hey, too comfortable, too comfortable." Yeah. It's, yeah. So so it ended, and like the last <sighs> night, they were like, "All right, you know, he started to come around." They gave him like they cooled him up a little bit. I, I hate to say I think they cooled, cooled him up. they cooled him up a little bit to the extreme like he had like kind of like dazzly jeans and stuff but whatever rocking that Florida Lee yeah that's where Our I was H going pocket. uh but then so the the one thing he was reticent of doing was going to like a gay nightclub so his friend came to town another kid from the Midwest hadn't been exposed to uh, different sexualities and stuff. They go to this uh, gay nightclub, and then like the gay guys get offended at how gay these kids are being because they're in there, they're having some drinks, so they must not have been in high school. And they whip their own shirts off, and they're doing white tornadoes with their shirts off and dancing. And then his the guy he's staying with has to bring him out, and he's like, that's not appropriate. He's like, why? It's cool to be gay. He's like, you're not gay. And so you're giving people... You're coming on to guys, and you're not gay, so that's cultural inappropriate. appropriation. Yeah, <laughs> for us, by us, straight guy. Peace to you. Yeah, put those peace signs up. Um, so we were thinking that the chocolate Twinkie, much like the peace sign, is a sick gesture, and then also uh, at many arrests. I don't. This isn't even true. I went this way. There in the in the street walking world, get out of here, you prostitute. There's this idea that uh, a certain hanky out of the back pocket uh, rep yeah, represents sure. a tear of what you'll do. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Whitey is handy. Bluey is blowy. Ready is I'm ready. But I don't think that, that's true. But there's some. No, just there is some truth to that. Just a pin. Ashley read this article, and. Uh, I guess there's a super exclusive uh, gated community, like I believe it's in Florida, that's like cut off from the outside world. Like it's run by like the fattest of whites for the fattest of whites. Yeah. And it's like older couples. It's a retirement community. But the reason like it's sort of like, you know, like ah, retirement community, super exclusive, whatever. There was these huge outbreaks of STDs. Uh -oh. Like syphilis and gonorrhea in this particular community. Uh, yeah. So this like reporter went down like under the guise of like I'm just checking this out for my parents, uh, and it's like literally you you can't have a car on the grounds. You have your uh, um, golf cart, 
Mm-hmm. And on your golf cart are different colored ribbons. Yep. And that that's what you're down for, baby. Oh. So it's like wife swapping and just like any type of debauched activity. Just check the ribbon. Like, oh, Johnny will let me fuck his wife. The, uh, you, you, but then there's the guy that has too many ribbons. Looks like a fringed uh, Native American blanket. Watch out looks for like- Gary. <laughs> fucking ultimate warrior's bicep. <laughs> yeah. So many fringy ribbons <laughs> hanging off of it. He actually has to, you can't see in the golf cart. He has to kind of put his face out <laughs> like he's coming through a bead curtain. Hey. Peace, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, peace out. Um, so we were thinking maybe a chocolate Twinkie in the front pocket, you know, the front shirt pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe let you know. Uh, I thought you were going to go like it's the peace sign of the sh- schlubbo who wanders in. And only like straight guys are like, damn, chocolate Twinkie. And whoever buys them, you're like, ah, oh, he's straight. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's a. Yeah, that's. Uh, so they so the straight guys don't take all the good juicy items. Distract them with chocolate Twinkies. <laughs> or it's like that gag in The Simpsons where it's like, uh, I'll take the uh, porno mags, the. Uh, the Magnum condoms, the, uh, you know, the, just the list of horrible things. And then like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm actually just one chocolate Twinkie, please. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. What is he it's getting a, like there? masked your like debaucherous like because he was like and uh, fireworks. I um, oh, chocolate Twinkie, man. I was thinking uh, Valentine's Day thematic. Not that we got too much into it. I did. I did talk a little bit about. um this is so ridiculous because it's like they just heard it. We got scumbagged. So I don't know. I I I I I I, I posit it to you. If uh, SNL scumbagged us, oh, with sit-ups. Yeah, I guess it's not a scumbag, but you just see it and you go like, "Ah, oh, was better," and we didn't get to a tier where we could uh, exhibit it. That like not to dwell on it, but it is a really shitty sketch. It was really no pun intended, but like. I was like watching it, amazed that it that like, it got the, the that fact far. That you're considered that high of a caliber of comedy writer, and you got paid to work all week, and that's what you got on the fucking show. Like, what didn't make the cut then? Yeah, yeah, it must have been rough. And it's Alec Baldwin, even though he had a, he he didn't have his best showing because they showed and on SNL they show the um, they show an a old episode now right before a, a new one. A contemporary yeah. one, and it's kind of cool because they like make it thematic to the moment. So Alec Baldwin was on for his something crazy, like seventeenth time. So the uh-huh. episode they had before was him hosting his second time, uh-huh. and it was so good. But it was like that writing, like the Turners were in the writing cast. Conan O'Brien was writing. Sure, Dirty Schmeagle. They had Jack Handys on there. Um, yeah, I I I'd gotten this mixed up before. Bonnie and Kevin Turner, what did did they go on to create that '70s show? Was that them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They and, wrote the first Wayne's World. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Mike Myers is in the cast. It was good. Um, and Alec Baldwin killed it, and he didn't exactly kill the new one, but like, because even that one line he had, or that line he had in there was like. I think you let out a little toot there, Gary. But I think he said, I think you toot I out think- a little there, Gary. No, he said, I. Wait, I mean you. Like, <laughs> but so I don't think the girls t- noticed. Like, <laughs> like, God, it's just, 
I get, I love a fart joke. I get it. Like if you're going to do it as is and your punchline is like, I think you let out a little toot there. The farts <laughs> should get more abstract. Like that should have been someone going me, 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 me. Like it should have yeah. built to a crazy crescendo and then gone like just been like, is he going to stop farting? And yeah. It should just get weirder. If you're going to do that sketch, like if you're going to do a sketch, there's just a guy doing sit-ups and farting. And for yeah. it not to have a weird turn in there, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I just, that's, obviously, I just, that's, that premise is like, you fart when you do sit-ups because of what you, the pressure you put on your stomach. All right, there's your, your bit, Everyone but- can relate. I get it. I, the seed of the idea is, is people working out, people doing yoga, you fucking fart. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, you're trying to do something altruistic, but then you're reminded how much of a scumbag you are. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah, how, uh. How you're falling apart, but I think, and that was the idea behind, I also, we really got thwarted by technology a lot, like, and I think it was like, again, we talk about how we overthought things a bit much, because you and I recorded hours of a, I'll set, like, we had a sit-up sketch where it's like, the camera's stationary, somebody, you're doing sit-ups, as you go down for your sit-up, you disappear in the shot. Yeah. As you come up, something else like the heightened. You're doing something crazier and crazier yeah, yeah. in the in the sit-ups and it's a pretty simple gag. It was and for whatever reason like the audio like we had recorded like an hour worth of this stuff after clearing out an entire bedroom, right? Yeah. Like moving yeah. like so we spent like an hour and a half moving things around somehow purchasing a mirror because we needed a mirror for the sketch. Yeah, like, we didn't have... Yeah, so we tried to do, like, the fucking Enter the Dragon mirror trick shot to where you can see me, yeah. but you can't, like... And that took a fucking hour to set up because it's really difficult, especially if the mirror's, like, a foot and a half width and seven feet long. Right. It's this long, skinny mirror. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, because we, and also it's like, that'll make it look like we're at a gym, right? Yeah. Instead of just going, we don't have the, the we don't have the options there. People do sit-ups at home. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, but for whatever reason, and I don't remember, like, we talked about just putting it to music because the audio, like, we didn't, the audio, we didn't have audio on it for some reason. I don't think, I don't know, maybe I could find the actual script because it was scripted like i don't know if there was any audio in it maybe until the end i don't it just didn't work because we didn't have the equipment like we didn't have it just didn't pop the way we thought it would right but they did have whs shirts on they did Mm Hmm. i don't know something there valentine's day do you remember uh do you ever big big celebrator valentine's day you no, never. Never. Never your whole... No. All, all the years of you. Um, so, do you remember this girl I dated for a minute? Uh, oh, how would you... Uh, let's call her Jeansy. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Jeansy. So, I dated this girl in Minneapolis named Jeansy. Potentially named Jeansy. Uh, and... It was like one of those things where, you know, you're like 18 and, and we went on one date and she was cute and she was nice and in, in leading up to like going on a date. Oh, like we went to the same school. She was fun to talk to. And then a quick turn in the date went, mm-mm, mm-mm. She was like, ve- she was very racist. And 
you just feel that shift and you go, all right, I can make it through this. We're out getting something yeah. to eat. Just get through this one and that's it. Uh, but it just so happened to fall like the week of Valentine's Day or oh, yes. a few days yeah, before. Yeah. And at my apartment at the time, I didn't. I think we talked, and I was like, I didn't explicitly say like, no, that's that didn't that was fun, but no thanks. Just like, yeah, yeah, that's nice, but uh, making no plans. I got this big Julie card slid under my apartment door. Oh Jesus! And I remember, uh, and that was an apartment at the time. Uh, it was a it was a madhouse. It was the apartment was a madhouse. Within a very straight-laced conservative apartment oh, complex. Yeah. For him to say madhouse, it was like, yes, confined to two apartments in that building. Madhouse. <laughs> yeah. But a very nice condominium. It was It was kind of... well-to-do up-and-coming people of Minneapolis. Yeah, I feel like it's very much like that apartment building from Fight Club. Like for... Uh, yeah, no, that's a perfect description. That's how it looked. Like yeah. On the inside. And so, but then there was us, like... Uh, just like these young kids who somehow weaseled our way into getting these apartments and our friends lived a few floors beneath us. And then me and my roommate at the time had an apartment, um, above them. And then we, it was just, we were 18. So we just partied all the time. Anyways, that the building is one of those buildings that had like a gym and laundry and a door guy. And you had to have a swipe card just to get into the building. So I don't know how she got in the building, but, um, so this Julie card gets it's like so thick and puffy out of an expensive Hallmark card that it gets shoved <laughs> under the door and I open it up and it's from Jeansy and uh um it's a Valentine's Day card, you know, very elaborate, like kind of like a 15 year uh going strong yeah. husband and wife card and it said like <laughs> You know, uh, this love is blossoming. Uh, my love for you is. I was just like, oh my god. So, <laughs> what have I done? Yes. So instead of just uh, 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 being a man and saying like that was a nice sentiment, but this isn't going to work out, I instead roped you into a double date. Oh, if yes, I have to go yes, on a yes. date, um, she. I don't think I said. I know for a fact I didn't say. Uh, get me someone for my bud so we can go down to Chili Poppers or whatever. But she said, oh, I have this the great green friend. Green Mill. The Green Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were walking the Green Mile. Both of us I were. Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess this is mean, but young kids are mean. But um, you'll have to correct me. Your memory is always better. So she's like, oh, I have this friend. And I so you know what this is totally on me because we end up going out again and and the only reason would be because I was too much of a wimp to say no, um, so or I'm getting the chronology messed up and Valentine's Day came after like two dates but uh, we go out she's got this friend for you she's it's like straight sitcom stuff right like it's oh, like no it's, it's like totally Joey and Chandler like, from Friends like I got this friend she's cute she's, she's funny cute, but she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I like cute and crazy, and she's like, I have a friend who's who's really cute and really crazy. I was like, I'll give it a shot. Let's y- go. Yeah, and we show up, and uh, you want to take it from there. It was it was like not to be mean, but it was like when Chris Farley played that mall bimbo, right? And, exactly. And I'm not saying that because she was like. 
huge and overweight, but she acted like Chris Farley acted as the like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> okay, like, oh perfect. My God, that's yeah, that was that's a better descriptor because it wasn't. Um, and at the time, we were obviously uh, between us. We we were like, she looks like Louis Anderson, <laughs> and that's she not did look like and that's Louis not something. Anderson. One, that's a bad thing. Guy just won an Emmy, but two, wouldn't be something I would do now. Fifteen years later, say now. Well, and also the the thing was, it wasn't ever presented as like, oh, let's all of us hang out, and like. Hang out. It was presented like as a formal like 1950s like you bring the flowers and you pick us up on a date. That's what they thought. We thought it was just hanging out. Mm-hmm. So immediately it's like cozying up and like getting way too familiar for me to meet a fucking stranger. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds more and more right. And there was um and there, they're like I- We're, let's go to a movie. We're going to a movie and it was like a cutie cutie romance movie and i was like i'm not going to yeah we didn't we definitely didn't go to a movie i remember going on the movie we went to the bathroom again back to sitcom territory and and had a discussion but i i do remember part of it was as you were talking about like old school like you bring the flowers you guys pay for the green mill and we were like, we're fucked. We we don't have any money. And they were like, and you and I were like, I think we were like, we're gonna split the club. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, because it just kept getting more and more absurd and more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, like yes, the fact that I wasn't attracted to this woman, yes, that's that's part of it. But that then that thrown on like. It's a proper 1950s date, and it's like her dad's like, "You bring her home before 11." Yeah, <laughs> like it just there's all this pressure, and then they're like, "You're buying dinner, then we're going to a movie, and then we can go back to Hans's apartment." Like there was a whole plan in place for the evening. Yep, that we were not privy to, and we just wanted to go to our friend JT's basement and throw beer bottles at the wall, <laughs> drink whiskey that, and that cokes. Was, that was our evening. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember that. Like again, straight. no, we did. We split like a set. We had a like a sandwich and a soup. <laughs> split it, and they were like, "Let's get nachos and wings." And what are you having for an entree? It's like, oh my! It's just like we were like, we don't want to spend money, and we got to get the fuck out of here. And yeah, and we don't. We need to. We want to get out of here sooner than later. No, we don't want a dessert menu. No. No, you're right. It was like a sitcom. It was like, if it was a sitcom, it would have been that. And we showed up and I would have played the woman as well. <laughs> yeah. So I would have been, would have been on a date with a cartoony version of myself as like some sex crazed, like woman. Uh, I, uh, speaking of sex crazed, I remember, um, there was, uh, in high school, there was a, a couple girls I dated and in retro, like in retrospect, when you look back. Um, you just go like, ah, you know, that was, uh, I dated this girl and it was like a hot, uh, no, what do you, what do you want to say? Like what a high school romance, whatever those are puppy, puppy stuff. Right. But as I like go back and play, I can't remember the only things that my memory is shot, but my memories that do exist are torturous because (laughs) the memories I have are like me having conversations with like these 
girls I dated in high school, and now in 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 memory, I just see their faces, and I just go, "Oh, they didn't. They were. I'm their jeansy." Like you were G, yeah. I was jeansy. The G- like they definitely like. I can see like their face. Like God, I just I need to make the effort to tell this guy to leave me alone. <sighs> but it's high Ain't school. I only have to see him in between classes. I'll just keep going. So like on Valentine's. Yeah, go ahead. you you're, you Kaiser Soze your own life, and except instead of realizing you're a super cool like criminal, you're just a fucking louse that nobody liked to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty oh, the fucking jeansy. It's pretty horrendous. And so, also in high school, I was I was the guy with the most fringe on my golf cart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. I remember you know, that girl make you a patch that said hot jizz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I still have that patch somewhere and the hot jizz. So, yeah, I was the guy that started a conversation like, you know, pineapple juice makes your jizz taste good. <laughs> Get out of here, jeansy. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a bit like because in high school, because where we went every it's predominantly like just like midwestern like sports guy Mm -hmm. so like the fact that you would you would wear you had all your fringe flying (laughs) and it's just to like fuck with people like it freaked them out and the more people were like i think cons is gay you'd be like peace i'm by or you know (laughs) what i mean like you do anything to just and people just like ah I do remember uh, freaking out the squares, and and but in but because um, a lot of things haven't changed uh, in Watertown because I was such a such a weird uh, weird guy. You go back and they're like, you know, what club are you dancing at, homo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that cool. <sighs> No, I uh, I work for business to business integrations. Peace. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, so I the same thing. You see the faces, and I can see them on Valentine's Day, specifically with this one girl I dated, um, in high school. And I was like, I got you a Valentine's Day gift: whipped cream in a can. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, uh, I, I think she probably just did a whip it and, and regretted all her decisions of ever <laughs> running into me. <laughs> uh, whip it to forget. But yeah, oh, gross Valentine's. Yeah, did no, I'm the same way. Never, like even going back to being a little, like being a kid, I always had anxiety about. It. I never, never liked it. Yeah, because it- you have that like. In grade school, like my favorite part was making the Valentine's box. We talked about it. Yeah, do you have some so some you, good ones? I mean, all oh, the classic Nintendo. Ooh, see Henning and uh, Allison, they they were like, yeah, we'd make like a nondescript monster, and I was like, I made a mellow yellow can, bitch. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Nintendo. Someone in your class probably did a toilet, right? Probably a, like a urinal or a toilet. Urinal. <laughs> That's taking it, it was too me. far. <laughs> oh yeah, I made I made a urinal with a Nintendo cartridge at the bottom. It should have been a fucking urinal because nothing is worse than like the mandatory fucking Valentine. 
you get from someone that you you have an actual like childhood crush on. Oh, yeah. And the look of disgust and disdain as they put it in your Valentine box because they have to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The worst. I would rather get no Valentine. Even back then, I would have piecemeal. I get the shitty fucking chalky hearts because old tough guy broski over there gets all the good candy. Like... And the adoration of the ladies. And you you probably still open that uh, Valentine hoping for a little sweet message. And you look at it and you go, they didn't even sign mine. It's not signed. <laughs> not even an it's, initial. It's not even the like, be my friend. It's just like, hey, peace. <laughs> this is forced. Um, God, let me think. Uh, so it's val- the side characters too. What's that? I said it's always the side characters. You never get the primo Valentine. Oh yeah, you you mean you you'd always get the the uh, Rock and Jafar, the Ninja Turtles, Rock and Jafar, or the pizza delivery guy from the Ninja Turtles set. Oh wait 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 who's oh what? <laughs> I just made. I was trying to think of the least. You like, got you got Kino. Akino. Is that is that a racist name in retrospect now? I don't think so. Taking a gamble on the Asian race, Kino. <laughs> he was one of the original turtles and turtles won. The fact that you you know that fact and I know that fact and I pull it out way more than an adult should. <laughs> I go That's why we didn't get Kino was in the suit and Turtles won. Corey Feldman dropped out Turtles 2. Uh, Secret of the Ooze. I, you know, do you know who the guy who green lit the first Turtles movie was? No. The the Menendez dad. What? <laughs> yeah, he like the company. Like, if you go back and look at that, the 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 um production name of that company is something crazy. You might remember it. It's like a uh, a cartoony, uh, like adolescent like drawing of cursive letters onto like a cursive board and that was his production company that was like nowhere and he got uh acquisition the turtles and right when the turtles hit is just before like 1990 they got murdered in like 91 like he like that like blew up because that movie costs like a couple hundred thousand dollars to make or something super cheap Mm -hmm. and you know made a hundred million dollars and then he got iced. Yeah. The curse of the turtles. Turtles curse. What's the other curses? East, Eastman and Laird. One of them committed suicide. One got killed by a prostitute. They're both dead. Turtles curse. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I know they lost all their money because he and um, well, I know they spent their money like crazy. But the big thing is they didn't uh, sign an appropriate. The, the contract stuff always creeps me out because yeah. I'm such a rube, as we've discussed. I know. Oh yeah. I know the contract I will sign. You've already forgotten the contract you signed for SNL to scumbag our sketches. Right. Free. Exactly. Like, I know, like, you hear about, uh, not Simon and Schuster, who are the guys that got... Uh, Siegel and Schuster. What was it? Siegel and Schuster. Siegel and Schuster, Superman. But then these turtle guys, uh, Eastman and Laird, they didn't get the licensing rights to the characters, so... All of that turtle shit you see on the shelf, they never got a dime of it. No, that was a, that was the same problem with um, Siegel and Schuster. 
Except at least Eastman and Laird got to the comic book sold a lot. So they got they were able to squander what riches they had, whereas Siegel and Schuster literally got paid their page rates. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They so there's s- the story of one of them on Christmas walking by a Christmas window at Macy's when he's like scumbagging to buy his kids presents and every fucking window in Macy's is Superman. Yeah. He's like, why am I so fucking poor? They still, his family, and since then, his family's been reimbursed a hundred years later, but, and I don't know what that is. I'm sure, I'm sure it's in the millions. I'm sure it's a nice chunk, but not nearly what they should have gotten, but they do still have the check that says deposited because it's not, they did get page rates probably, like, you know more than I do, but they yeah. sold the actual rights rights for like $170. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what, it was either Siegel or Schuster because one of them was like, I don't know. And he's like, come on, we'll get some beers, dude. Yeah. One of the, whoever the writer was, like, they both, one of them just drew smut until he was blind. And like died in a basement in Brooklyn somewhere. Why did I hear this? Was I, I feel bad now? This was on a. Was this? Oh, maybe this was from no, not Cavalier and Clay because that was like kind of just. It's close. They took some of that stuff, but he they re. It's been maybe seven years, but they released a book of his uh, uh, Schuster's drawings that he was doing for men's magazines in yeah. a collection. Um. And then the other guy became a postman and had to like deliver mail to DC Comics as in the seven, like as they became DC Comics. And he's like, "Here's your mail." There, and people are like, "Oh fuck, that's the guy who made Superman." Oh my god! Fucking spitting on him as he left. It's amazing. Like I, I don't think he. I, I guess it's different times because finally now, like I, I think it's just more uh, litigious, litigious. Yeah, legal times where now a lawyer was finally just like, just stop it, you guys. You've made like yeah. somehow they got a deal worked out where it's like this is pittance. You've gotten away with it for this long. It's made you this yeah. empire. Somehow that legality worked out. Whereas like I'm sure he got a lawyer early on, and they're like DC just had such a. Uh-huh. Their legal team was just so powerful that they just crushed any attempt. Oh no, and it's like. I mean that was the way business was done, but what fucks D? What fuck DC? Like I'm sure guys who work for fucking you know like on Wall Street they get fucked all the time, right? But it doesn't have that mythology. It's like oh you're a scumbaggy banker, of course you get fucked. Fuck you. Yeah, because you you're fucking people. people yeah. But the men who created Superman and Jack Kirby creates Fantastic. Like they created things people fucking love. They created like icons of truth justice in the american way like right so then the old business model can't hold up to when people are like you can't fuck over superman's dad you piece of shit sure like they have to cave they have to like now it's they you jack, can't get away with ripping off a creator jack kirby got scumbagged as well yeah did by yours truly stanley yeah really which wouldn't be yours Not, truly, i mean but- just because he didn't get the credit for as much of the work as he did, he Stanley got credit for creating and writing everything, but like honestly, Jack Kirby like literally drew everything and then he put the words over a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. Like that style is it sounds like a lot of fun, but it also sounds like essentially. Tell me if this is the way it worked. Is um, 
Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Stanley. Stanley. He would come to Kirby with uh, like an outline or like a not even a storyboard, but like this is this is like a rough yeah. synopsis of what the something uh, uh, as rough as like Spider Man's on a date. I need the vulture there. Do it. So you know what you, I mean? Like, right? Just three sentences to a paragraph. So really, even though there was no uh, actual words there, Jack Kirby wrote those issues. Yeah. With with his images. Or at the very least, he storyboarded the whole fucking thing. Stanley put the voices in. He put the words in. So but it's it, not like he didn't do work, but it came down to, like, Stanley, who is himself, like, he knows how to work the spotlight. Sure, of course, yeah. So he took that and used it and used it to bring spotlight to comics, to Marvel comics. And that's just the whole, like, Jack Kirby's a worker. Yeah, right. Behind the scenes. Goes to the grindstone. He'd rather let his work speak for him and then, as, as opposed to speak for his work, Stanley's I guess, the opposite. I guess you don't hear so much. His story doesn't seem so sad sappy because by the end of it, he was well off, right? He did okay. He, he got screwed and a lot of the artists got screwed because Marvel, the big thing was... Marvel wouldn't give them their pages. Oh, back, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Which was always, and now it seems absurd because people make so much money. But back then it was like, it, it was a perk. You yeah. do it, you get your pages back, you could s- keep them or sell them. Sure. But that wasn't really a thing until like the 70s with the collector culture and the rise of the comic book store. Uh huh. So then the guys were like, okay, fine. We want our pages. And they either kept them and destroyed them or just kept them. Okay. So a lot of these iconic pages like of like early Spider-Man, early Fantastic Four, early Superman, early Batman were locked in a vault or just fucking destroyed. Oh, they just, they just clean house, potentially, possibly. Because it wasn't worth anything until, you know, it's one of those things, they don't realize it's worth anything until it's too late. See, that's the scumbaggy business aspect of art, where that they shouldn't be in that industry, if, even if it's not actu- even if you, if it's not worth something. Like, there's not an yeah. industry for these original pages. If you're in that business and you can't take a look at something and go, that looks really cool, that's the original, I'm going to keep that in the filing cabinet. Just go, what? But it's look garbage. At- it was garbage. People looked at it as garbage, but that—that's but not everybody. Like, or the people that looked at it as garbage should ha- shouldn't have been in that position because they didn't have like an they didn't have the eye for just something that looked cool. It wasn't considered art. Like, it didn't look cool. It looked like childish trash. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's all. I mean, to them, to them, it's like looking at a magazine layout and going, "Okay, fine, it's done." Oh, right, right, right. You think anybody's like, I need to save this layout from People Magazine because it's the original. You're right. Obviously, that's not worth anything, but that's how they looked at it. It's just fucking, it's a fucking centipede with a human head and like laser arms. Like, they're like, this is stupid. This isn't Picasso. This isn't Rembrandt. This is fucking nonsense. That shit sells crazy now, potentially, right? But now people know that. Like, even schlock art people love, like crappy movies. People love terrible movies. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, people um, see value in the effort now. Like, they appreciate that, like... Well, yeah, because that, that idea of, like, a lot of the hand 
a lot of the craft is gone. Sorry, Henning. Well, that's different. Not not on Henning, but like a lot of yeah. media is is generated by people that aren't Henning. That just because these no, they can just fill a need with garbage. Uh, but no, the funny thing is now that because the the modern art market is so so expensive and there's not it's so hard to like determine value because we live in such a faster paced thing. There are more artists and, you know, like it's like comic book, original comic book art is where a lot of people, collectors are turning to because it's kind of this untapped, it's getting tapped, but there's value immediately. Like old Jack Kirby pages art, $20,000 for crappy ones, hundred thousand dollars for like primo stuff. I looked at I there must have been a time when I was there was definitely a time when I was making more money than I knew what to do with because I went through a a good stretch like six months where I was pricing out like preacher art like original preacher art oh shit yeah and it wasn't like in the thousands but it was like in the eight some of some of the panels were in like the eight hundred dollar or pages in the eight hundred dollar range which even now is probably way more affordable because this was like eight years ago or something but I'm sure it's worth well more than eight hundred dollars yeah yeah so and these weren't like the sexiest pages ever but i remember looking at that i remember looking at really early like they had pages available from that the first appearance of punisher and stuff wow. like that things that i like i my printer broke yesterday and i really had to make a concerted effort or a decision uh am i going to not print for a long time or am i going to shell out the 13 dollars for ink <laughs> i think i have things like that little little things peppered around the apartment where i'm like fuck that disposable income like i have a christmas card from mrs nixon that I bought at a flea oh, market, yeah. you know, like just stupid mm. shit, fun at the time. But so if I, yeah, that, that being said, if I ever had like a cash load, uh, I fear, I fear the, um, the inevitable Eastman and Laird syndrome on myself for sure. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. They live that fucking rock and roll lifestyle. There's actually, if do you have Amazon prime? Oh yeah. There's a documentary about the formation of image comics on there. I think you dig it. It's it's like medium to low budget, but it's super interesting just to see in context cuz we grew up when that was coming around. Yeah. And I remember all those really terrible cheesy comics, but those motherfuckers lived a fucking rock and roll lifestyle. We're talking Jim Lee, right? Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld. Oh yeah. Uh, oh god, Jim Valentino, yeah. Eric Larson. Like these dudes fucking rock and roll. It's fun to watch because it's not like super salacious, but it's like nerd salacious. Yeah, sure. Did they uh, did they set up? I'm, I'm assuming Jim Lee did because I know they made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Did they set themselves up across the board to now like even though they partied and they they went crazy for a minute? Are they still like cushy now? Jim Lee is because he is the most judicious and like, like he from day one, he was like, I made it. I'm never not going to struggle again. Like, that's just him. Like, I've heard interviews like he's just when he decided he wanted to be a comic book artist, he was still living with his parents. I heard this, too. Yeah. And he just like was like, I have, you know, three months, four months to work on my shit until the next 
the first didn't, Comic-Con to show my portfolio. And he did that every day for eight to ten hours. He sat at his art desk and drew every day for like six months. This seems uh, like hyperbole, but d- didn't I hear in an interview like he actually had to go see a doctor because he messed his hands up so bad just from sitting yeah, and yeah. drawing nonstop? Yeah, he's a dedicated... He's obviously got to, he make, put image where it was because of like the type of work ethic he has cuz I don't even think he didn't like uh, he didn't really grow up just having that natural drawing ability like this no, is one of those instances like he liked to do it but he like just like that 10,000 hours thing like yeah. he got himself there Yeah he's the most business oriented because when it started he was he set up his little thing and like Went on like he's still like he's in charge of DC now. Oh yeah, right. Okay, like, yeah. Like sure. he left at the height of his career, Marvel Comics to start his own indie thing called Image Comics with all those dudes. Mm-hmm. He did it for a few years, and this is when comics used to sell two million copies. That's so crazy. Like they used to sell like CD levels. Now like, how? Fucking. How now the the best selling comic book? Just to give you some insight, is like. If you sell 10,000 issues a month, you're like, you're up there. You're good. And they used to sell in the millions. Mil- multi-millions. Let me ask you this. How come, I guess maybe it's a, it's an, it's a technology, like, catch-up thing. How come at the time that comics were selling $2 million an issue, the, the film industry didn't sync up with that at that time and go, people are buying $2 million issues of this let's make a fucking movie uh they did there was a lot of stuff optioned but it's like if you think about the early 90s and like it seems weird now to to be people to be trepidatious about making superhero stuff but if you think about early 90s there's only a handful of people who could like like technically pull it off but also director wise so it's like george lucas steven spielberg james cameron like something that epic and huge as like a 90s superhero comic which like and also like the the content wasn't there right the stuff that was selling 2 million issues boobs it's not the not the great it is it's cheesecake action bull crap like yeah. it's a lot of guns a lot of muscles busty chicks swimsuits like that doesn't have a lot of appeal it does if it's Rambo. It does if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, right, right. It, it was just be a harder sell, and it still was kid stuff. It still was looked down upon. It still wasn't, even though these these individual artists on his own. This was an independent business. This guy, they were making it for the company, fucking seven million dollars. What do you mean? Because it's like two bucks. So oh, seven million dollars, like what? Like a release? So if you sell two million copies <laughs> of a two dollar comic, you four million dollars. Oh, it's so crazy! And it's theirs. It goes right to them. No middleman, no nothing. And uh, I hate to say it, but a lot of the people uh, talk about like having foresight. This was an accidental foresight, I would imagine, or a misguided foresight. I believe a lot of people bought two at a time, one to read and one yeah. to board up well it, it's like the it basically like all that collector shit goes in cycles it's like when our fathers were children baseball cards were huge yeah right but that's sure. because 
the old players, like those cards were disposable. They were trash mm-hmm. and thrown away. So yeah. like actually, the rookie cards were worth something because so few of them existed. Sure. Then when we were kids, it was the end of that because they'd saturated the market so much with cards. Like nothing had value. Everything had artificial value. Yeah. So that market started to collapse. And then that, as that was collapsing, that's when people were like, oh, shit, old comic books are worth money. Yeah. So a lot of those people just jumped from one sinking ship to another ship and sank it. I got you. Because it's the same people. It was all a bloated collector market. It wasn't two million new readers buying those comics. It was the same 20,000, 30,000 people plus another 10,000 buying 10 copies each. Yeah, sure. Did you see, uh, did you hear, I don't know where I heard this, but um, uh, a guy, the Beanie Baby Boom, you were probably working at the comic book oh, store yeah, during yeah. the Beanie Baby Boom. I was, yeah. There, uh, there was a guy who legitimately cashed in his 401k, took all of his savings, <laughs> and bought, <laughs> bought $70,000 worth of Beanie Babies. So he bought all these Beanie Babies, and for just like this one... Forgive me, I forget what... I did hear this on something. For this one month where there was a bizarre spike in... Like, these Beanie Babies were actually worth hundreds of dollars, or some of them, like, thousands of dollars. So he bought all these, and for, like, one month, his $70,000, you know, uh, maybe got to, like, $110,000, which is, like, a great, crazy investment. But he held on to them, or bought more with it, and... uh, now, he legitimately, whoever was talking to him, he's like, this Beanie Baby, you know, in such and such a date was worth $10,000. And it, eBay is so flooded with them, you wouldn't even sell it on eBay. Yeah, it's, you get it for nickels. <laughs> like, I felt like a fucking sort of like, I saw the most destitute people coming in to buy these Beanie Babies. Like, I felt like I was in like, David Copperfield, like, like I'll give my last few shillings to invest in this this bear with a shamrock on it. It'll be worth money someday, won't it? And I'm like, yes, yes, money. It'll be worth money someday. Can I get you some pogs? <laughs> Would you like some pogs to go with that? Oh, Would you God. like this Mylar version of Death of Superman? It would be worth something. Star Wars cards, you might have a Vader. <laughs> I love it. It's all the same shit. They just got somebody else. It's all marketing. I'm telling you, that's the game to get into. Man, that Beanie Baby thing, though, that was fucking... Like, I'd worked during that. Like, my boss got rid of actual legitimate collector stuff because it was everything was going down. Like, nobody was buying cards anymore. So it was comics for a while. But then it was like Beanie Babies honestly kept the shop I worked at in business for two to three years just because... Of the money coming in and out. People paying 50 bucks for a fucking bear. I remember, yeah, I remember, so you worked at a card shop in the wall in Watertown. We called it the card shop, but it was like a collector shop. Comics. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say it, 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 it held, like, the real purpose of it for a real, um, it's a, a, it's like a legitimate, like, base collector who loves comics or wants to go in. You, you could get your weekly books there. 
Let's just go yeah, with yeah. comics. You could get your weekly books there, or yeah, your weeklies. You could sign up, and Sue, who ran the shop, would make sure, or you, that uh, people's like collections would come in. So that was like the only every, place in Watertown yeah, you got where you the books you wanted every month. Like, yes, if you wanted your Spider Man, you get it every month. And I remember you'd be like, this guy isn't like people wouldn't pick up their books and shit. But you also had like the bins where you could get older comics. So like that was like in the shop, and that's how the shop started. That and cards. Like yeah. this was a time baseball, when baseball, football, basketball cards. Right. So that's like your standard. But for a while, I think what like what you say there was the closest shelf, uh, the closest glass case to the door was yeah. the trend case. And that's really always, always, what like yeah. kept it going. So that was Pogs for a couple months. Pogs, that was Beanie Pokemon, Babies for a while. Star Wars cards, Magic yeah. cards. Everything shifted down the shelf. Yes. As it got, and sadly, it was sports cards were the first to like just like that get half of a case. That um, yeah, I I I was big into collecting cards, and my dad like I think all of his cards got thrown out like when they cleaned the house. So he, he was like trying to fill some kind of hole. So he was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna collect cards. We're gonna collect cards." And it was like right the baseball cards had a little boom in the nineties when like rookies were worth like $90 and like Beckett was oh, huge no. and all this I stuff. I touched a Michael Jordan rookie card. Our shop was part of a broker deal where this guy was going to buy the rookie card, but the halfway point between the pickup and the, like we were there. So they brought it in, in this like zipper case in a briefcase, opened it, take it out. One of those big crystally blocks. Yes. Of, like, you had you a screw- shoot a fuck. A it should be case. hanging in front of a fucking deli window. Like, it'll stop a bullet. Yep. Uh, and we put it in our safe until the guy to come, like, would pick it up. Uh, I think when they dropped it off, it was it was worth $800. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that was like holding the Hope Diamond. Well, like, that's... I was like... <laughs> I wonder if it was a Fleer. I may have been a Fleer. Or a Donruss. Remember what it looked like. Um, y- yeah, so... Yeah, all these co- and and in, uh, in, in during like the height of collecting, you could feel like the trend go down. So all of a oh, sudden, yeah. like Beckett, like these cars were worth like eighty dollars one month, and then all of a sudden it was like a like they were worth thirty, which yeah. was crazy. And now I still have all those cars. Like my dad has them in storage somewhere, like dry storage. They're worth yeah. like nothing. Maybe just because of the sheer bulk of it, could get something because it's a huge collection, but. Like we used to It'd go be t- fun for somebody. If someone is a baseball fan and has kids who are baseball fans, it could be interesting just to have like we still I don't know where it is, but my dad would buy a set of tops every year. The complete set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The long, the long, the long, the long Velveeta card, case. One of every card they made. Yep. Like nothing fancy, nothing special. Just one card for everyone they printed. Because he was a huge baseball guy and he loved playing baseball and like mm-hmm. the idea of like having your rookie card like in print and he worked for a guy that got made it in the minor like minor leagues. Sure. So he got a check that was from Tops. Yeah. That you get paid like nine dollars for the rights to use your likeness on a baseball card. <laughs> That's cool, uh, though. So we got them every year from, like, the mid-'80s until we all stopped giving a crap. But, like, so they're sitting somewhere, which could be cool, but they're all, like, old 
some dead baseball players that nobody kind of gives a shit about. Right. Sure. Yeah, collections are are funky. I got a lot of stupid. Yeah, I'm, and but I'm a collector by by heart too. So. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. I can't not. I would collect any whatever. You know, I just a clutter bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think cool. That's that's why. That's what. That's exactly. That's my thinking. Why when I was like, why? What do you mean somebody can just throw something away? Like when you said a People magazine layout, I would have been the guy who's like, fuck it, let's make a file for layouts, man. <laughs> Might need to reuse that layout. <laughs> I just yesterday I just cleaned off the top of my dresser, and I had to like crack my knuckles to get rid of you know if you buy like a shirt, it comes with a little bag of buttons. Oh yeah, yeah, I had a pile of bags of buttons, and I was like, <laughs> "I've never, I can't sew. I've never. If my shirt loses a button, then I don't wear. Then that shirt is yeah. done. Yeah, sorry, shirt. That becomes somebody else's problem. <laughs> but um, I gotta get going. You know what I have? I have to go uh, do a yoga demo at the YMCA in Greenpoint. Ooh, yeah. Good luck. Thanks, man. A little nervous about it, but it should be okay. It's just a demo. It doesn't matter. I I'm waiting to hear back from this assessment. The, I I need to. I wish I could just turn off my head because uh, I can't stop thinking about how bad I probably did on this thing. Um, is it a yoga test? Is no, no. Test? This was the bringing business to business assessment. Uh, uh, let me. You know what? We. How about I end it with something sexy like this? Here. Uh, yes. Let me. Let me show you what. Uh, what Dr. Toilet's toileting up, all right? Let me just get this juiced up. Everything good with you. Works good. Columbus is good. Favorite band from Columbus yeah. got a Grammy. I saw that, yeah. I love those guys. Probably too much. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm too old to be taking you on their... hip bands? <laughs> I'm too old to be... Yeah, exactly. I'm too old to discover new music, I feel. But also, like a collector, I collect their styles. So I'm buttoning the top button of my shirt and <laughs> maybe a little eyeliner. You never know. <laughs> but um, yeah, 21 Pilots. God, they're, they're good. They're like, I just, I don't, new music just doesn't really do it for me. Uh, but they have like a, just a cool, like original kind of rock style. Um, let me see here. Let me read for you. What I could potentially be doing for a minute. Uh, da, da, da. All right, here it is. Uh, here's a company overview I had to write of a company that sells uh, large automotive vehicle car wash systems. Ooh! <laughs> manufacturer of automatic manufacturer of automatic bus, truck, train, and hybrid washing systems, including drive-through, rollover, and touchless wash systems. Features include compact design, chassis, undercarriage cleaning, high-pressure wheel wash, manual spray detail equipment, and vehicle drying systems, and two, four, and six overlapping brush options, twin-line train wash, touchless vehicle wash equipment, and resource-efficient configurations, including LCD touchscreens, electronically controlled brush, bl- brush pressure, and self-diagnostics. Also available, compact... <laughs> <laughs> Also available, compact wastewater treatment and water recycling and water purification systems, including water reclamation and non-chemical process equipment. Markets served include commercial and retail, public transportation, trucking, train, rail, mining, and water treatment. Boom. You're like a 
of foul mouth data from Star Trek. <laughs> data, how, turn that scumbag option off. <laughs> how crazy is that? Wow. Oh, man. And that's like from having to navigate one of these unpleasant. I, this is, the deep web is not the deep web for me. This yeah. is the deep web for me. Business yeah. to business integrations. Like Ooh. I would be more comfortable on a like underground crack for blowjobs website. Yeah, having to navigate these and seeing like uh, like uh, like five axis CNC Swiss screw machining websites and stuff. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, so ended on the back. ended on the sexy stuff. Sexy val- That's yeah. what that was. My Valentine's Day. That was my sexy um, assessment. Assessment. Oh yeah, fuck. I got a Valentine's yesterday. What'd you get? It's been a while since I got one. It was at the bar. Guy like a guy in his like late fifties walks in and he's like, "Hello." I was like, "Hi, how are you?" He's like, "I'm well. How are you?" I'm good. Happy Valentine's. Drops a uh, a flyer on the bar like. Heel turns, pew, right out of the bar. Picked it up. It's one of those fucking photocopied handouts that crazy pe- people make and call art. Oh, yeah. I'll have to text it to you, but the gist of it is uh, cell phone zombies, smombies. Fombies? Smombies. Uh, it's smartphone zombies. Oh, smombies. So it's, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, like. A picture of a headless zombie with his butt cheeks hanging out. The <laughs> definition of the definition of words taped <laughs> over an article. A gold heart, highlighter marks. You know, classic Valentine's Day shit from a fucking lunatic. Beautiful. And the yeah, next so, one's going to be about yeah. chemtrails. It's that's what it looks like. It has a picture of an OSU building and it says "smartphone salience," <laughs> and then has. Zombies and then the word smombies with the M's in, in red highlighter for Valentine's. No Z's? No Z's. So, yeah, that was my no Valentina. It's a beaut. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that's an hour. Happy Valentine's. I hope you get a chocolate Twinkie in your in your bed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Henning, I don't uh, we're, we're Hen, for whatever reason, Henning doesn't like the uh, the new tag or the old the our tag. The out, it's an hour? Yeah. Well, we better come up with something better then. <laughs> That's where I'll end that. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boy.